Welcome. Welcome. The show you're about to listen to is part of the Hopped Up Network's growing family of craft beer podcasts in the U.S. and Canada. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts. And good evening, this is The Worst with Mike, Pete, and Steve, GubsRadio.com. We are here at the biggest and the baddest comedy store in all of Long Island, right in the heart of Nassau County, Levittown. It's Governor's Comedy Club. What's going on? Good evening, everybody. We are live on the Facebook. We are live on the YouTubes. What? Yes, on the Governor's Comedy Club podcast channel. Go ahead and jump over to one of those, and you can watch us live every other Monday night starting at 8 o'clock. We have tons of guests lined up for uh, this upcoming spring and summer season. Lots of traveling, lots of live shows, lots of cool stuff. And uh, yeah, yeah. by the way, you guys can give us a, a phone call. It's uh, 516-465-3990. 516-465-3990. Uh, call in. Win a chance uh, to have some prize packs and some all sorts of different stuff. Uh, give us a call. And uh, we are here with our guest who's remoting in tonight. However, before we talk to him, we need to cover our basis. You didn't even say the guest. I didn't say yes. It's a, we're going to okay. leave a cliffhanger. Oh, Let people sit oh. through the ads. See? Look at you. See, look at doing, me now starting to things. learn the radio after seven years. <laughs> uh, uh, we're going to start off with uh, Rosie's Draft Solutions. Stephen, take it away. Yeah. Rosie's Draft Solutions is a Long Island family-owned business that provides professional draft beer system services, line cleanings and maintenance, draft beer line system installs, mm. event dispensing solutions, uh, and more. Yeah, more. Uh, they are very passionate about craft beer and making sure it has the same quality as when it left the brewery. And that is only done by making sure the draft system uh, the beer is being poured on is perfectly clean. So clean. All the cleanness. <laughs> Rosie's services bars, restaurants, halls, events, and all other beverage establishments, including home kegerid installs across Long Island and Westchester. You can reach them at rosiesdraftsolutions at gmail.com or call them at 631 219 2075, Monday through Sunday, mm. 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Mention the wart. You'll get a discount, and I think they're going to slap you across your, uh, your pie hole. Oh, I like it. You ever see those uh, those videos online where, like, the shot girl comes over, you take a shot, and then oh, and she, she sprays you and slaps the yeah. shit out of you? Yeah. I like that. That is kind of nice. Yeah. Every once in a while. You just need a good slap just little, to wake you up a little bit. Just to, you know. What do you think that shot is, though? You think it's, like, Sambuca? 
Oh, it's probably something really disgusting. Like awful. Yeah. So you just forget about the taste and worry yeah, about you the You get slapped in your mouth. You're like, well, okay, that didn't taste that bad. That wasn't so bad. Yeah. Uh, so go to Rosie's Draft Solutions and uh, tell Nick that the Worth sent you receive a special discount on your order today. We're also sponsored by Brewbag. Brewbag. Brewbags. Get warm out there, folks. Go to <clears> brewbag.com to get your beer pong cornhole set. They are now offering, uh, fr- not free. But they are offering custom vinyl wraps, yes. which means you could put your uh, company logo, your own personal logo, your brewery logo. You could put your dog on it. You could you whatever, whatever you, want. you want. Whatever you want. Because then you're going to play beer pong cornhole. And that is correct, sir. You're going to play beer pong, but you're going to be using cornhole boards. So mm-hmm. go to brewbag.com or go to our Instagram and in uh, the link tree. In our bio, rather, there's a link tree that you can go over to our special page where you can get your discount on your brew All American made. Yes, all American made. Made up in Buffalo, actually. Yes. Talking about uh, upstate today. Mm-hmm. I don't know if... Did, well, we'll talk to him. Does he consider himself upstate? Nah, that's a tough mm. one. Do, do people where he is consider, consider themselves upstate? Because there technically isn't. Although, if you're going by, like, Us. L- latitude lines... Or if you're going by Long, long, <laughs> right. long Islanders, long Islanders. Um, you go over to George Washington Bridge, that's upstate. That's uh, the minute you go <laughs> so over. You, you go over to Verrazano, I would upstate. say Tap and Z to me. Tap and Z, that's yeah. upstate. You know, Westchester, mm, I don't know. That's that, upstate. All right. All right. Well, well, we'll have that discussion a little bit. Uh, we're also sponsored tonight by our friends over at Beer Maker. Go to B-E-E-R-M-K-R and get your... All-in-one uh, countertop brewing system made with all natural ingredients. It's automated. There's an uh, iPhone and iOS or Android app where you get to mark the progress and check all of your uh, check mo- boxes, I guess, right? Along the yes. way, you can add uh, or you can make your own recipe. Sure can. Uh, you can buy their beer maker all green. kits. All green. Well, I said all natural ingredients, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that could be syrup. Yeah, it could be. No. No, no. We're talking about an all green system, folks. So go to B-E-E-R-M-K-R.com. Type in promo code, the word, or go over to our link tree. Uh, oh, sorry. Go over to our bio. And in our bio is a link tree where you can go to our special page for beer makers uh, discount page. Go to B-E-E-R-M-K-R.com. And finally, we are sponsored tonight by Brewers Hardware. Brewers Hardware. Brewers Hardware for all your large batch or small capacity needs or large capacity small batch needs go to brewershardware.com and get all the tri clamps that you may or may not need for your brewing pleasure uh brewers hardware is a premier uh sponsor of this radio slash podcast program really appreciate uh their support over the last six years and uh and their um their ability to give back to our guests yes. that we have on the show each and every week and speaking of our guests well guess who we have in studio <sighs> We're going to have to talk to him. His throat, he is the co-founder of Beer Tree Brew or Beer Tree Brew Co. Is that how we say Beer Tree Brew Co.? You got it. I got yeah. it. All right, good. I, I, You know what? I'm trying to imagine the label, but I always don't want to say Beer Tree Brewery no. yeah. when it's yeah. Beer Co. I didn't Beer Tree Brew Co. Brew Co. I and that's the other thing. There's so many other ones that are like Beer Co. And I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. is it beer or is it brew? God Brewing damn it. company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brewery. What's up, Chris? Thanks a lot for joining us. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thanks. Um, so, so Chris, uh, let's let's get right down and settle this right now before the phone calls come flooding in. Uh, do you consider, not us downstate, but do you consider places like uh, Syracuse or Buffalo or, you know, uh, I don't know, all the way up, do you consider that upstate? And do you consider yourself upstate? I, I am upstate. I don't know. I think Buffalo is like West. That's Western New York. Western New York. Okay. Yeah. I think anything above like lower Hudson Valley is upstate. Okay. In in my eyes. Well, I, I, it's, it's tough to, to imagine 
it, my tires go off the <clears throat> the edge of the Tappan Zee Bridge. Okay, that's upstate. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, as soon as you cross over that Tappan Zee, to me, that's upstate. Well, but then you go as soon as you go over that Tappan Zee, you got to go straight west, and yes. you are in Binghamton. Yeah. So I don't even go that way. I go uh, across the George Washington, like you said, head yeah. through Jersey into Pennsylvania, and then up up the gut mm-hmm. right into uh, Binghamton. <laughs> Uh, we were talking a little bit before the show, uh, but I want to hear from you, Chris. Chris, uh, d- describe Binghamton for all the people uh, who are uh, from Long Island or even from the, the lower area of the state. Absolutely. All right. So Binghamton is, location-wise, we're an hour south of Syracuse, an hour north of Wilkes-Barre. Right. We're two hours north of Philly. We're two hours away from Rochester. We're two hours away from Albany. We're three hours away from Buffalo. We're kind of like that access point in the middle of New York state that you can get to pretty much any like major spot. Yeah. New York city's, you know, two and a half hours, three hours away. So it's a, it's a, it's a quaint city in uh, upstate New York. I like where, quaint. Uh, quaint is nice. Quaint. Yes. quaint Except city. for when, you know, schools, uh, you know, in, and uh, all the savages are out and about. Yeah. I mean, I, that it, it's a nice college town. It is for a college sure. town. It, it is. is a good college town. Yes. And and again, like you were saying before, Chris, um, you know, th- to have like that centralized area, I'm sure you draw a lot from all parts of the state, even from Jersey and Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, we see a lot of a lot of people coming in from yeah, an hour to two hours away on mostly on the weekends. It's the ultimate Sometimes location. Further. Ultimate location for a college town. The last time I was yeah. in Binghamton, yeah. I w- went to, and I don't even know it's there anymore, the Ratskeller. Yes, it's oh, still there. Oh, man, did I get, I don't even remember leaving that place. You know, a, a lot of colleges have a rat. A lot of, like Hofstra has yeah. a rat. Yeah. If you go in the basement of the, um, <clears throat> of of the, uh, the, the, the. Stony Brook has one. Yeah, yeah, the basement of the eat, eating place, the cafeteria, I don't want to say, it's not a cafeteria really, it's no. like a like a luncheonette or something, uh, they have a rat. And they have, and get this, they have live gaming down there. They have a full virtual reality, like, Grand Prix game. No, oh, cool. Um, it, they've totally been modernized from what it probably was, which was, what, ping pong, pool, <laughs> and maybe had Miss Pac-Man sitting on the wall or something like that. What, what's the rat like? What, what, what is it, a, a bar, bar, restaurant? Yeah, bar. Just, just the rat. And, or the rat's color, yeah. And... You know, they have DJ or whatever, or band, So somebody. it's kind of like any other, you know, bar, restaurant that yep. kind of does late night and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Ever spent some time and there, Chris? That was a long time ago. I long time ago. That. Uh, okay. And, and, and that's still open, you said, or it's closed? Yeah, I think they're still kicking. Wow. Yeah, it's wow. a long time. That's cool, dude. Um, it's so in place for, uh, for college kids. For yeah. The, yeah, well, that, and, and so that brings me to a, a point that i want to make here are, are you guys finding that there's like some sort of season because of where you're located and everything you know you, you kind of have all the i, I don't want to say it's a summer destination it's not like out east on long island or somewhere close to the shore but at the same time in the winter it could get brutal over there so what yeah. what's your your overall seasons look like uh at beer tree so we have our uh our first spot that we opened up, it's it's called the farm. Yes, um, that's on 15 acres of of well f- farmland, and that <laughs> in the summertime, that is that's a happening spot. Yeah, that's, uh, we've got a ton of outdoor space. Obviously, being on on that much property, we we back right up to the river. 
So there's okay. a ton of kayakers that come down and they'll oh, pop wow. out, have a couple beers, grab some lunch, and then continue on down the river. Um, but yeah, I mean, seasonality wise, it's like I think anywhere in New York, right? It's like you get some nice weather, you get some sunshine, and everyone is is buzzing. It's awesome. Yeah. Same as like our our downtown spot, we have a rooftop bar. So that's kind of like as soon as the sun comes out and it's a nice day, we love opening up that rooftop. Oh, and, cool. Yeah. yeah, it's it's anywhere in New York, it seems. You get a nice day and you have availability to be outside and drink. You, people are doing it. Yeah, day drinking weather. Oh, yeah. Of course. Skipping work. It's, <laughs> it's different work. I uh, so let's let's get into that because you said uh, the the farm was the first one. See, now I thought the factory was though. The first time I went to the factory, I noticed that it was uh, within a spot that was under heavy construction and kind of still is at this point. So let's talk to me a little bit about you know what kind of was the transformation. What was the the original spot? Obviously, was the farm. When did that start? Give us some some breakdown of all that. Yeah. So the farm which you mentioned earlier, Beer Tree Brew, and you mentioned Beer Tree Brew Co. So we started off as Beer Tree Brew Co. And that was in Port Crane, which then got changed to Farm by Beer Tree Brew. Right. We kind of, we just changed our name up a couple of times. So that was 2017. Uh, We opened that up uh, October-ish. And that's not far from, that's not far from the factory, right? That's like 20 minutes or so? Yeah, yeah, 15, 20 minutes. Cool. Yep. Yep, so that was a... uh, Again, on a 15-acre piece of property, we um, built a timber frame structure for our tap room, and then we kind of tacked on like a stick built for the brewery. Had a 10-barrel um, alpha brewing operation system in there. Started off with nice. so 20-barrel fermenter, I mean, 10-barrel fermenters, and then some some brights. It's like everyone we talk to, right? It's like I, I want to say the last four breweries, five breweries yeah. we've had on, all have alpha. Equipment. You want to call it for the next one? Just like we we don't even want to know what you're brewing yeah, on. I'm gonna it's, say it's, it's, it's an alpha. alpha. <laughs> just assume. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean when we got started off though, they because like you got to look at pricing, right? Like that's of course. As a as a startup, like that's the most important part is like, can I get a, a decent system and not like have to give up my first three children <laughs> to pay for it? You know, so yeah, and and it worked. I mean, it was. We brewed the crap out of that thing. So we we quickly over at that location, we had like the brewery originally with those those tanks that I mentioned, and we had like our racks in there with with grain storage, and then we had to get uh get shipping containers and we snuck them around out back, and then we wow. built out the rest of that with it was all tanks. So by like uh, the middle of 2018, end of 2018 that the whole like brewery area was all tanks and you walk out back and it looked like a, I call it a glorified trailer park, but it wasn't very <laughs> glorious. It was like everything was metal. Yeah, just three, laying back three then. different shipping containers. One of them was insulated, uh, like an insulated refrigeration unit, but the unit was busted and we got a quote. It was like 10 grand to fix it or something. So we just took a, um, and cut, uh, uh, cool bot slots for like AC units. And yeah. Just there ran. You go. We ran it off Coolbots, and it's still to this day. Is that that little cool that little like trick out of Bro, the air conditioner? Yeah, that's what I I had. Yeah, for just, yeah. Several... it's like you, you hot wire it. Yeah, hot wire the air conditioner. It fools yeah. the, it fools the air conditioner into thinking, oh, it's it's not that temperature. We're just going to keep cooling this shit down. <laughs> okay. no, yeah, does they, that run work really good? Does oh, it yeah. run air conditioners down? Like, does that hurt? Can you do that at home and really get your house like cooler than your? Oh really my! Want it? Well, I don't think you want your room oh. down to fucking thirty four <laughs> degrees. Uh, Start freezing pipes. <laughs> shit, I mean. 
I used to. Yeah, they, I had they, two. They gold. Yeah, I had two of them running twenty four seven. Really? For seven years. <laughs> the same two. Same two. Wow. Yeah. And they didn't frost up or nothing. Uh, once in a blue moon, if the because there is a uh, little probe, mm-hmm. and it, what it does, it also fools, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it fools the the AC unit in thinking uh, there is not uh, a lot of because AC units, what they do is, you know, it pulls liquid out of the room, right, right, right. and helps chill it. It right. it fools it to think that oh no no There's it's still fine stuff going on because once and it's happened happened many times that that little probe popped out yeah. and I walk in and it's just a fucking solid sheet of ice on the ac unit it's Ooh. like okay that's gonna be fun well that, that so <laughs> you get oh, like wow. the uh what are those is uh crab fishermen up on in alaska just knocking ice off the bow of the boat i, with I big hammers no, i would take freaking <laughs> heat guns oh <laughs> get try a propane to, torch try, try to defrost it as oh quick as God. i could can you imagine Jesus, Louise. So wait, before before you go any further on on how that layout was, how did you even start this? I mean, where'd you guys come from? Were you guys homebrewing? Where was the initial idea? Who else was involved when you guys opened up the farm? Yeah, so it started a couple years prior. Um, in 2013, we started to plant hops. We have a, a family farm up uh, about 20 minutes away from where this is where it gets confusing. So we have <laughs> a farm 20 minutes away from the farm. Yeah, there you go. All right. Yeah. And you still have uh, the, called, the, the farm farm. Yeah. So we <laughs> like a, like cows and hops and grain farm. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. So we started growing hops in the, I think it was 2013. We planted the first, um, first field. And by like 2014, we had a pretty good yield that first year not obviously not like anything significant but we yeah. still had some hops so we were going around to brew fests uh myself my dad my brother-in-law and we were just kind of trying to sell hops trying to like pedal <laughs> the hops which now being on the other side i realized how annoying that can be at brew fest when like <laughs> people are just trying to like sell your shit and it's like oh my goodness nope um so that's how we got into the industry um, and started to like meet people. And that's, that's where I fell in love with the whole brewing industry. I didn't know too much about it um, prior to that. And uh, just like the camaraderie, the, you know, if, if your buddy runs out of yeast at the brewery down the street, like, or if you run out of something hops or whatever, you can call up a friend and they'll, yep. they'll have it to your doorstep. Yep. You can go pick it up. Um, and that, that was awesome. So uh, in the kind of, in the meantime, we were home brewing uh, like crazy every weekend making, heavily ipa based um, <laughs> but we were screwing around with some some kettle sours we made one it was uh it was called uh cherry shocker it was a cherry sour that we made with um we went to wegmans and grabbed uh greek yogurt and used that to culture up the oh boy the oh boy. bacteria for it the house was it was at my brother-in-law and, and sister's house and it covered was, oh did, it was did stinky it, did, oh it man was real stinky did it explode they, they, they sold the house right after that <laughs> yeah, <it's, it's>, we're <laughs> out yeah, it burned it down, took the insurance money. That's <laughs> <laughs> smart. There you go. Yeah, so that was, uh, I mean, just a ton of home brewing. And then, you know, the idea, like, with the hop farm and with seeing these other breweries and joining corporate America after college, like, ah, oh, this kind of sucks. Like, I don't see myself really being in, in this corporate America lifestyle for too long. Like, I love the brewing industry. I love the people. I love the culture. Um, we started kind of working around, you know, got our, got our quotes from Alpha, saw mm-hmm. kind of what our what our investment would start to look like. And it kind of, it got to that teetering point where it's like, I think this, this was probably 2016, 
um, maybe summertime, like kind of campfire conversation, a couple beers deep, just like we got to either go for it or this probably is never going to happen. It was kind of like that, like piss or get or off the just, pot. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So, well, we, we, we pissed, we pissed all over it. Yeah. So by, uh, we, we found this property in Port Crane. So we, we looked at a couple different spots and it was like, uh, the middle of decrepit strip malls, like this bar that was open 25 years ago, you walk in and like the ceilings all like falling down. It's like that, you know, that might work. We could probably do something there. Uh, but we came across the property that, that the farm's now at, uh, wasn't for sale. We knew the owners of it. Mm. Uh, my dad was, was friends with them, just kind of shot them a message and they were like, yeah, we'll sell it. It's like, wow. Okay. That's, that's kind of super awesome. <laughs> that, that really worked and, out. Yeah. So my brother-in-law and I, we took, uh, well, we, we went down there for a couple hours and just watched the traffic, did like a little kind of backyard traffic study. And there's like, there's just a ton of cars going back and forth. We're like, all right, let's, I think this is the spot. Let's, uh, let's take that business plan we've been working on. Let's put it, like put it into action. Uh, so that winter, it was December mm. 2016. Now my neighbor, I'm at my house right now. My neighbor was the guy who poured the foundation um, for really? the original beer tree. And it was, I remember he's, it was like maybe 17 degrees with like 30 mile winds oh. coming across that. And it's these, these two guys, they're freaking awesome. But they're, uh, they've, they retired and kind of like keep popping in and out of retirement. Um, but yeah, that was when it started. And then by the summer, we were brewing, I'd say probably September. I think we, we were turning our first beers out and then opened in uh, in October. Do you, oh, wow. do you remember what some of those first beers were? And yeah, do they, do they exist today? Was, was Tree Light. Ah, Tree Light. Um, cream Ale, just a, a real simple grain bill, uh, just barley and corn. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Cascade Hops. Ah, so that, that was going to be my question here because you have the farm. How much of those first few beers were you just using ingredients from your own farm? Pretty much all of them yeah had yeah we were using i mean obviously right it's like new york state you can't get some of those some of those big boy hops but yeah. we were using um my favorite was michigan copper that was it kind of gives you gives off like this hawaiian punch uh flavor it was it's awesome and we still use it today we use it a lot more back then we had some issues at the farm with uh with um mildew these past uh, do we three do out we of mold. four years mm -hmm. yeah yeah we kind of got <laughs> yeah. got a little, a little hurt there. on that but it's all right but yeah i mean so those first couple of beers it was cascade chinook michigan copper a little bit of crystal um yeah using like then, noble you know old school hops yeah. just to get the beer going yep yep and then we made this ipa called uh it ended up being called mad burner uh because with the with our brew system it was direct fire and it's like I guess it, it like the first time adding like a significant hop addition to the to the boil, which at the time was was the whirlpool. But <clears throat> the tank was insulated so well that we shut the boil off, and it like was two hundred and seven degrees or two hundred and six degrees for like forty minutes. Oh man! So we tossed in this pretty pretty significant hop charge, and we couldn't transfer it out fast enough, and it just like super super bitterness came yep. through so then we yep. called it the the mad burner 
because uh, the burner we just didn't know how to how to run it how to use it now how uh, many how many of those some of those original ones still exist today uh, at the brewery or are you still revamping them what are you guys doing with some of those classic recipes they're still the names are still in rotation the the recipes have changed as we've learned yeah <laughs> um, a little bit so like our first our first like uh hazy ipa can release was tropical trees mm. um that one's still in rotation i think it's changed we changed the name to gen 2 uh once we switched from brewing primarily at the pork crane location to the factory location is that like I mean, a pot was, reference what the pork crane no tropical trees or? it might be is it yeah maybe uh, well whoever names the stuff well i mean obviously you guys are just yeah. kind of just goes with it whatever you know whatever sense they get right i mean what goes into some of these because you got let's be honest you have a shit ton of labels dude you have so many labels every time i'm in there i see like one or two cores and then the whole board is you know out of like the the 18 taps everything else is brand new i'm like where do i even begin and you guys are pumping this stuff out and can too i turn over there's the the cooler and i go through and i'm just ah where do I have to try almost like you have to try everything before you know what you're going to take to go because I usually take at least a case to go to bring back home because you know I'm not I only make the journey maybe twice maybe three times a year um, and you know for the most part you guys come out with new stuff all the time where is all that inspiration coming from Oh dude the the names I, I don't know it, it depends on the day it's like we'll all brainstorm it's that's definitely not like a one person thing it's uh well, some, we never really like sit down like, all right, let's come up with a name, but it'll just be like something stupid will happen during the day or uh, yeah. like brain stew, for example, right? It's like green day comes on. It's like, <laughs> that's, we used to listen to that. Welcome to jam rock was one of our, uh, <laughs> one of yes! like, our favorite. I've had that one. Welcome to jam rock. Yeah. So that started off because when we were homebrewing, like Brendan, like his mashing song was welcome to jam rock. <laughs> it was like every time we'd start the mash and it was like, it was always planned. So. Time to get it going. <laughs> Absolutely. And then like we did a similar label artwork to Welcome to Jamrock, um, like Cultivate Canopy, mm-hmm. kind of like the outdoorsy rainforest kind of vibes. Um, we get a lot of names from like nature stuff, like Carving Mountains, Shredding Mountains, both mountain bike and uh, um, snowboarding references. Fresh mm-hmm. Wax was a snowboard reference Ooh, there you go. Um, with this like fresh wax, like a sweet like wax mustache <laughs> and the bottom of the board was freshly waxed. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it, it's. Do you it's know of anyone that kicking around labeled uh, their beer sex wax, and kind of had that sex wax smell? No, I used to love be... that that smell. <laughs> is that like a pina colada kind of smell? It is. It kind of has like that pineapple-y, a, a little bit of tropical notes in it. Like somebody, just a, somebody yeah, had to yeah. rip that off. Somebody, Especially California. Check, check All that. the California, California breweries. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I gotta he's look that look up. up. Yeah, he's he's got it. He's he just, uh, yeah. I got on, I got untapped on uh, on speed dial over here. <laughs> it's, a, it's a requirement. Well, while you're there, uh, tell us a little about your your untapped thoughts. Like, uh, do you enjoy it? Do you do you like it? Some people obviously that get great reviews are Don't like, get me crazy. This is the best thing ever. But other people are like, Fucking you know, you can't go shit. off of one person's opinion because everyone's palates are different. Chris, what's your thoughts on? Like this global socialization of of beer, uh, I guess opinions. Yeah. See, can you see the the gray in the side of my <laughs> there? Yeah. Yeah. How about like a? Uh, th- my favorite is 
I hate sours. One star. <laughs> and it's a check-in for a freaking sour. It's like, well, yep. what the hell are you doing? Haven't we? We've had someone that said that, right? Was It, it wasn't you, was it, Steven? Uh, someone said exactly that. Like, then why the no. hell would you order a sour I, that, if sours aren't your thing? The, that dude that came into my yeah, brewery. Wait, wait, so wait, wait. Yeah, the only okay. thing I can say about this is this. You've never had a sour. You have the sour. You don't like it. You then make the opinion, sours aren't my thing. Okay. Then don't write it up. Well, yeah, don't don't put a, right. a uh, you know, bottle cap, you know, amount. Right. Just... Check it in. Right. You don't have to score it. Right. That was that dude that came in. Yeah. Had yada, yada, yada. Yep. I hate peanut butter. <laughs> I mean, it literally says. Fucking quarter. says on quarter, the board. Quarter star. <laughs> and then comes back like two weeks later. Let me get another one. And does the same fucking thing. Oh, why would you do I almost, that? I yeah. almost, I almost it's killed so him. Did I almost. You, did you write on the, the board this time, no peanut butter? No, I walk. I had, I had to approach him because. Yeah. Uh, you know who it there was. Were, well, there, 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 there were other pictures g- on it. There were other guys in the in the tasting room. Yeah, uh, regulars, and they were like, and you knew. "Who is this fucking guy?" Yeah, he's the only other guy, and uh, who checks it in right at that moment. Yeah, um, oh, God. But you know what? Untapped did something that uh, it literally changed the way people drink. Recently? No, no. Just oh, just a, when, when, it, when they came itself. about. Yeah. Um, you know, before them was Rate Beer and Beer yeah, Advocate. I remember that. Yeah, and Beer, beer Advocate. Advocate. Beer Advocate was okay. But it would be guys, you know, that were, that were you know, whatever you want to call them. Okay. Beer geeks, beer nerds. Sure. And they would go do elaborate, you know, tastings and, and stuff and, and give it, you know, a rating. Yeah, which was a fair rating for the most part because they knew but what they were getting into. What happened when Untapped did it by giving... An amount of, oh, if I do 15 IPAs, I get a little badge. Yeah, the badge thing. Or the that. amount that you've been checking <laughs> in. <laughs> the badges. <laughs> that's what changed it. And and loyalty, brand loyalty stopped. Yes. I like, agree with that. Because, I agree with that. You know, like you. Yeah. I'm going to use you as a, oh, an example. shit. What? Mr. Dogfish Head 60 Minutes. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You, you drink that beer often. All the time. I've I've stayed with it since it came out. Many, or many, at least since many I've people it. that yeah. used to be that guy that would drink it all the time. Mm-hmm. Once they got that untapped, and they mm-hmm. were all over it. Oh, look at all these badges and how many uh, that went out the door. And now they had to start trying everything and anything they could get their hands mm-hmm. on. Well, I mean, my, my consideration for Chris is, I mean, because he has so many labels, because there's so much diversity. You in, have to. Yeah, I know, but but. Isn't that opening yourself up, and, and no offense, Chris, but aren't, aren't you opening yourself up to more criticism because you're trying new things? But you know in, in your heart you're doing this for a sense of what you know the business is going to work with. you gotta, you got to try things. You have to do that. This, yeah, absolutely. And it's like I, I'd say it's a love-hate relationship, right? Because there's like yeah. there's schlecks on there who are doing these stupid reviews, and it's like it makes no sense. But then there is also like some, some quality feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Like I've I've read through almost every review of each of the beers, and it, it has helped us improve. Um, whether that's just writing descriptions, like all right, well, we wrote a description that said this was going to be citrus and passion fruit, and it tastes like a like someone's chewing on a piece of spruce. Like we got to be able to yeah, bridge ma- that gap. right, yeah. ma- match the description to what you're sure. saying, right? I agree. Yeah, and it does. It drives business so much. Like anytime we're we're looking to get into a new market, it's like. 
that's kind of the the baseline to for anyone to gauge our breweries. Like, all right, let's check their untapped score, see how many ratings they have, see what their overall is, see what some of their top beers yep. are. It's yep. like if you True. if you don't hit a certain level, who knows? You may just get yeah, brushed off. Really, even though you might have delicious beers. I, I is it changing the way you're deciding on the next beer? Is it really impacting the way you go about your 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 craft? It certain parts do, yeah. It's like if we want to release a beer and get above a four point two, then we need to make it a triple, mm. a, a pretty good double, or just throw a bunch of fruit into a sour. It's like <laughs> yeah. if we don't want to go above a four point two, then we can brew anything else. Mm. If we want to be below a four, then we do not an IPA. We'll just do a pale ale or any other style. Yeah, and it'll be below below that. So it's. Which is it's, it's crap because I like so far. Just so you know, we've drank the Pilsner. We had this Fooder, which I, I'm enjoying yeah. a lot. I gotta. We're gonna talk. We're gonna get into a little bit about each beer. Yeah. A little later in the show, but this twelve uh, month, twelve month, twelve in the month Fooder, huh? huh? Jesus Christ, Mama Lama. But I can taste all of that wood. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it's delicious. So. Uh, like I said, you, you're you're reaching out. You're, you're not just doing the pilsner, or like you were saying before, you had your cream ale, but you're going in these, you know, adventurous directions with the with the fooder and fooder, whatever you want to call it, and being able to kind of extract new flavors, new stuff. Do you get good feedback from that? I mean, is that something not with this particular beer, but in general, do you get good feedback from some of the the kind of outreaches that you do with some of your styles and recipes? Yeah, I think there's there's some some good feedback there. There's also some people who will try try something be like, oh, this isn't this isn't for me. Like I don't I don't know what style this is, but it it's not something that I would normally drink. What's what's the thing that you know you got the worst rating on? What's what's the one that just stands out to you? Oh, dude, uh, Fruta Cohen Tahin. It's such a good beer. It is. So we <laughs> we brought it to. Uh, we brought it to Extreme Beer Fest. Okay. And it was it was when we were like we were crushing it, we were making it great. Um it's a sour beer. It's uh it's mango, cucumber, and tahine spice. Whoa. So it, we used a uh, little bit of tahine, but then we used habanero. So it's got like that mango yeah. and that kick to it. Yeah. Um but so we switched switched bacteria uh that we were using to kettle sour. Okay. And it was it was starting off its souring process at too high of a pH, mm-hmm. which was creating these spores that gave you the flavors and aromatics of like tomato, um, throw up. Kind of like <laughs> throw up. Tomato. Yeah, I was I was with you with tomato. Oh, I've been there. And then you say throw up. I'm like, I've oh no. Oh, oh yeah, just like the the funkiest of the funk. Yep. Which, oh, no. For a kettle that- sour, it's like you're getting a really clean sour. So when it starts to smell. Like tomatoes and throw up. It's yep. like, oh shit! Nothing, nothing here. worse when you driving up to your brewery. Yeah, and you could actually smell it wafting through the air. Oh no! And it smells like you know the sewage plant down the block oh, is. No. You know you're in trouble for that day. Did now so when you when you guys pulled that off and, and you guys you know kind of did a little couple taste tests and whatnot, did you still get that or was it just kind of the aromatics? Well, it was. It wasn't too dramatic. Like it was definitely there. Yeah. And then once we mixed it up with with the mangoes, like you could kind of tell, kind of not. But it once it was like in kegs and being poured on draft, just it just seemed like 
kind of like tomato juice mixed with mango. <laughs> oh, no. you know? And so, I mean, that was a, it was a terrible lesson. It was like, we probably <laughs> was had a terrible, terrible lesson, <laughs> terrible lesson. But I mean, now, now it's like, I've done so much research on how to, how to avoid that specific. Uh, yeah. Avoid that at all costs. Those spores that, I don't know. I, was it worth it? No, but <laughs> you learned something from it. Yeah. And that's, well, that's it. As long as you learn something from it, you don't repeat that mistake. You know, you're good. I, I got a question yeah. for you. So you, you were at extreme beer fest. Um, did you ever, have you have you ever seen a brewery down in Virginia called Oozel Finch? Oozel Finch. Oozel Finch. I want it you to look that familiar. up. I haven't, O O Z E L, right? Or O O L O O Z L E. So we had them on the show uh, two years back or so. I think we had them in COVID, right? Uh, or yeah. just in, yeah. But they were obviously zooming in and whatnot, like you are tonight. Um, they focus on these crazy sour, kettle sour flavors. And you mentioned habanero uh, mango. And that was one of the beers my wife and I had when we went down there. So we went down to, I guess, Virginia for a night. Uh, or two to hang out, and we stumbled upon Oozle Finch on an army base in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. uh, we passed by it. I go, what? What is that? She's like, I think it's a brewery. I'm like, get the fuck out of here! And so we were you know, three or four years into the show. So I'm like, yes, we got, we're going there. Um, we go there. They had a mango habanero sour, and it knocked our socks off. So they had these little pepper flakes in the beer that added such depth and kind of like uniqueness to that beer when you mention what you're doing uh and, and some of the sours that you had sent us i i think you might want to reach out because they do a festival at oozle finch each and every year that i think you do great at with some of your sours and your your uh i guess ver variations of what you've been doing yeah the flavor of yeah the flavor profiles that oh is. my god the stuff like <clears throat> the one that he sent us is a, a pineapple mango Hmm? Oh, I thought he froze up. No, no, pa pineapple mango or something like that. It was, dude, dude there's, I have, there's, they're over there, but mm -hmm. I, it's unbelievable some of the stuff that you guys are putting out. And, and again, I don't necessarily go to the, the sours right away. Although if I saw that on the menu, I'd be like, well, I'm going to have to go for that. Taste that thing for sure. At least a taste just to find out what I'm getting. How have you developed the, the sour program? Over these years, I know you said you started with that at the farm, but you guys have really upped your game over the last few years. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's, um, I think with that, it's, it was kind of like a, we started making them, uh, figured out that whole, like the, the off, uh, off spores, the <laughs> spore development that. No more throw up. <laughs> yeah. And then got it pretty well dialed in after that. And then once we moved to the factory, we set up a, I, I have it named the Sour House. So it's like a, it's a bright tank that I hooked it up to steam and just threw a temp controller on it. So I can, like, instead of keeping the kettle sour in the kettle, we just, mm -hmm. we'll brew it and we'll send it over to that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And yeah, sense. so it's self-contained. We pitch our, our um, bacteria blend once it hits up the pH drop, then we can just turn on that whole bright tank and, and kill off any of the bacteria and then transfer it over. And the, the, this two different series, three different series use, um, our IPA yeast, which I think helps tremendously with kind of creating a, a like you've got the sour base already. And then we, we ferment it with that yeast and it, and it picks up those really fruity tropical esters. Hmm. And then 
sometimes we'll dry hop it after that, depending on the on the type. We'll throw like a, a citra or we'll throw that Michigan copper that gives you the Hawaiian punch. And then we'll mm. start adding in our fruits and kind of blending it up. There's a ton of experimenting at odd times of the day. <laughs> uh, the eight o'clock, nine o'clock. Normally that's with stouts though. This, the stouts for some reason always happen. Like when we're doing adjunct stouts, like we have to start trying different variants of it at like eight or nine. And it's just like by 11 o'clock, you're half in the bag and the day's not even experimenting. It's a, having an awesome team that is able to throw a bunch of stuff together and then try it. And if it tastes like crap, then throw a whole bunch of other stuff. There you go. Repetitively do that until you hit something that. Chris, really quick, I just want to uh, shout out some people on Instagram. We are on Instagram living right now. Stout Ridge was hanging out. Robbie uh, Dank Beer Reviews. We got Beer Friend, Graham, Brew Gun, Fletch, uh, Robert C. uh, Joey, Heatmeister Brews is checking in. Jay Clancy's hanging out. Uh, I think uh, both uh, Joe and Jay are uh, hanging out still in in the chat here. Um, really quick, because y- you know, you sound like y- you're still involved a lot on the day to day. How how much of the the brewing uh, are you kind of overseeing each and every week? And you know how how much of that now relies on the team as you go through with the multiple locations and obviously churning out a crap ton of beer over the uh, last few years. So I do all of like the the recipe development, brewing production, uh, sales and distribution, kind of like that whole side of the business. So I'm still very much involved day to day, uh, a lot less on the floor itself, which kind of, that's like where it was the most fun. And now there's a lot more. um, That is the fun spot, right? It is. Just the whole lot of fucking around. Being on the deck and and that's where it's at. When you have to sit down and do paperwork. Until your back hurts from the grain bags. It's it's still low. It's. Yeah, it was yep. making sure you got your colas in and your TTV oh, formula. Bro, that is that. the worst. <laughs> Especially like when you have a bunch. Of, that's where the 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 bunch of variants and skews really starts to suck. Is when you have to submit it all to like ten different states and they all run different <laughs> different uh, uh, systems and yeah. But um, yeah, very much so involved in the in the day to day. But the brew team, we've got an awesome brew team. Um, our head brewer and brewery supervisor and and um our two other guys and our one other girl i mean they they crush it um day in and day out they're they're churning and burning out whether it's brewing or or packaging or just cleaning tanks cleaning the brewery keeping everything tidy um yeah we got an awesome group now are you guys uh, only brewing at the factory location at this point so right now we're doing uh anything that goes into 16 ounce cans at the factory and we're working on doing um 12 ounce sleeks over at the farm so okay. that's going to be more go. like the like seltzers and stuff that we're going to keep local and in in-house and um we got a couple other our uh, our product roadmap for this year got a little bit funky so we've got <laughs> some some interesting things to try and work on over the next couple months i, I want to uh, see that we're going to be doing over pork rain yeah i, I want to see breweries doing sour s- sleeks 12, yeah. 12 ounce sleeks can can they do that yeah why not yeah yeah, yeah why not yeah, I, I I just sure. think it would be something different, yeah, and people would pick up on it. Like, oh, this brewery when they do a sleek can, mm-hmm. it's always sour, and so you could always find it on a shelf somewhere. So you're talking like a white claw looking kind of can so and think, label. Think about when six point when they first yeah. were doing their shit. They had 
They were using sleek 12-ounce cans. Hmm. Now, they've also made a ton of products that fit that, you know, like koozies and drink holders and stuff like that. So it wouldn't be out of the normal to be doing and, something like People have and the normal glassware and whatnot. Could, not only that, you could fit more into your cooler. Oh, dude, I could fit so many of those in my cooler. Think about- I don't a, drink a lot of them. Think but about a, a bunch of crushable sours, mm. you know, low ABV. That's it, a great idea. And- that's a great You're drinking idea. the hell out of them during the summer. And you would do, what, like 12 packs of those, Chris? What would you? What would be the marketable uh, amount or uh, kind of, you know, target for that? We do sixes in a sl- in a, in depends a box? Depends on what, I mean, if you're putting. Yeah, it depends it, on what you're putting in it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like a lower ABV, like 5, Like you said, if, if he was doing seltzers, you're definitely going to 12 packs. Right, right. Well, it's seltzer, seltzer. But yeah. doing sours, you'd probably do, would you do a, a slim or a slick four pack? Uh, I, I would think do you could. I think if it's like one of those, like the the imperial sours, where it's high ABV, ton of fruit, mm. I think that could get away in a in a sleek four pack. Mm-hmm. But I think like you do like a, a fruited Berliner, that's probably going to be I don't know, maybe a do eight pack. Maybe they, they make, make the it, packaging for that, like the the, sure. the click tops and everything. Yeah. Anything you want, yeah, anything you want. There, they, there, there, <laughs> you can obtain it. It's all within my grasp. Wow. The <laughs> you world can, is your oyster. Whatever, yes, exactly. whatever packaging you want, somebody's making it. Uh, b- a bunch more people checking in really quick. Uh, Bellingham uh, Brewery checking in. Barnshed Brewery's checking in. OJ Clancy said what's up. Um, really quick. So uh, you had uh, you know like a, a pretty storied past here between the farm. You opened the factory. Now you have downtown. How is this whole business plan expanding? Are you looking for more places? Obviously, I would assume you guys are working with the New York State license at this point for farm license yep yeah so the (laughs) the way that we kind of went about it was that the factory started off as just trying to find like a a warehouse that we Mm -hmm. could stick some tanks in and just brew. Oh, you found a, really you no. found a warehouse. This is <laughs> for the people that don't know, look up Beer Tree Factory. Holy balls. It is a uh well, let's call it a campus of beer. There's a beautiful outside. Well, I'll let, I'll let you describe it. Tell us a little bit about the factory. Yeah, so so right, we were looking for just a little warehouse to brew some beers. And then <laughs> we we met up with this this local guy, this local real estate guy, and he's like, "Hey, there's a, a property I want to show you." So we go with him and he takes us to our uh, our Oakdale Mall, which is our, our local shopping mall. Yeah. And we go to the north end to the Sears building. So we walk into the Sears building and it's uh, we were upstairs. So our Sears, it was like the automotive. They had six different bays upstairs for automotive. Um, like literal like Sears, the, right? I mean, we're Sears talking about Roebuck. Sears Roebuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, we, we walked in there and it was like this is not going to be a brewery this looks absolutely <laughs> terrible and then uh we kind of circled around my, it was really my brother-in-law who was like no ah, no i i i can see this this is we got something here like this is we got good bones we can we can we work good with bones <laughs> and then i'm just sweating over there, like jesus christ we're screwed um but i mean he's it it ended up being it was, it's been an, it was an awesome project and it's been such an awesome facility, but we ended up taking a different spot than what we first looked at. Okay. So we have the upstairs, downstairs, yes. uh, the brewing set systems downstairs. Uh, and then we also have a, a tap room and then like we knocked out the whole side of the building to put all glass in. And then we have stairs that go up to the restaurant side, which is, mm-hmm. which is upstairs, um, wood fired pizza. We built this massive deck there. Dude, it's awesome. So we took, 
we only took 23,000 square feet of, of the Sears, which was like a two out 200,000 square foot building. So we've got some <laughs> awesome neighbors there too, which has been, which has been sweet. And not uh, to yeah, mention we, the outside too. I mean, they got an expense. So to give people some sort of connection to what we have here on Long Island, if you know, like the, the sunrise mall, uh, you know, pour some out for the sunrise mall eventually. Um, there is an upstairs and a downstairs, but if you drive up, you know, like it's it's separated by grade, yep. you know, like the gradation of Sunrise Mall, you can get into the second floor by parking in a spot up yep. top, yep. and then you can get into the downstairs floor by parking in a lower spot, and it's the same kind of concept here, that if you go into like the major front of the, the brewery, you're in the first floor, and you walk in, and then the whole brewing area is over there on the left, and then you kind of follow around into this kind of bar area that they have set up, and then you go upstairs, and it's the second floor, and it's all of the restaurant, the tables, the bar, huge bar, love the bar, huge fucking fire pizza oven, dude. This thing is massive. <laughs> dude, they keep that thing running. I, I Dude, it is. you could probably fit a dozen pizzas in there, if not more. In this giant wood or coal, it's wood. It's wood. All it's wood. We awesome. go through so much wood. It's, <laughs> I can it, awesome. it is such a pain in the ass to keep that thing rolling. And they keep it lit, dude. That thing is constantly yeah. going. Wow. Who's who's your who's your wood fire chef? I met him uh, a few uh, like two years ago when I first got there. I was hanging out with him. Uh, God, what was his name? I gotta remember. He was Luigi. No, no, it was no, it was uh, it was not Luigi. Well, so our our chef. So we have our, our executive chef is Val, um, Chef Val. Mm. She's um, she's kind of like our wood fired. Oh, I've seen I've, I've I've seen her. Yes, yep, I know Val. Yeah, and then um, yeah, we we've, we've got a couple a couple gurus that yeah. run that thing. Yeah, I mean it's like it's like a locomotive. You got to constantly be feeding that thing. And then, yeah. all right. What I'm interested, besides yeah. that, yeah, obviously, yeah. <clears throat> because fat guys like pizza. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how many taps you have at the factory? Well, no, fat guys like taps too. I mean, that's I what I'm going. Oh, with. okay, right. Well, I'm, we got we got 24. 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like yeah. now we know why you yeah. you were going to turn around and go back. Dude, I've taken pictures and sent it to you I guys. Know. I'm like, dude, have you seen <laughs> this place? Look at this. It is a beer oasis, nice. and uh, unfortunately. Um, the only time I get up there in the nice weather is like July, maybe July or August. And they usually send us up through Albany and my route doesn't take me to go west to come back east to Albany. So that's my problem. And like the warm months where I have my meetings to go upstate, I don't get to kind of travel through Binghamton. So I've never really enjoyed the outside. Now I'm hoping, (laughs) I'm hoping at the end of April, the weather's nice enough. I can have a beer, go outside on the deck it is really nice so you guys obviously chose this place and and it's it's still under construction right they're still building stuff in there what's the plan for uh the mall as it was yeah so right next to us and kind of surrounding us um on uh, upstairs and downstairs our, our local hospital chain uh, called lords they put in this beautiful gym facility yes off to if you're looking at like the bottom floor in the front they're right not right. They're off to our left. Mm-hmm. And um, they're also, they've got like their offices and I think some inpatient or sorry, outpatient services and then a pharmacy upstairs kind of behind where our restaurant is. Wow. And then the Broome County, which, so we're in Broome County, uh, Broome County County offices are kind of like tucked behind that all still within the Sears building. So we've Holy got cow. 
So you can go like get your, your outpatient you know, services and then go have a delicious meal and some beer within walking yeah. distance of what you're about to do. And if, if they have anything to deal with, they have right there, they have, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. You got doctors <laughs> on call almost most of the time that you're uh, in service. Hey, yeah, I'm having a little exactly. episode it's, right it's now. A great, it's a great thing. <laughs> I'm having a little episode, but I got to finish my beer and my chicken sandwich. Well, what I'm saying is like as as that develops, because it, it literally was like an old mall that they've, they're renovating and, and changing into something a little more modern. You're going to have a lot more parking, foot traffic, everything, and it's only started. I mean, that place, you know, two or three years ago when I was there, it looked amazing. From the street, it's a huge – I took that picture of my selfie, and it's just beer tree factory right on the front. It's <laughs> humongous. You can see it from a mile away. It is a beer oasis, and if you didn't know how to beer at it, it says beer. Beer tree factory, <laughs> factory just right off the bat tells you, yeah, you're gonna get some beer. This beer, There's some beer in here, so much beer here, and there is. Um, let's a talk factory. a little bit about the expansion into the downtown, and uh, you have one other location, right? We have three locations that are beer, and right. then we have one and a half locations that are coffee. <laughs> oh, that's right, because wait, I got wait, what? wait, wait. So wait. I got a package, right? So I got to Chris sent us a package of some beer that we're gonna have to, and we're gonna talk about in a minute. Uh, it said batch coffee, so I get a UPS alert saying batch coffee is sending you uh, beer. You well, like, just sending you a package, yeah, not beer, yeah. but whatever. And I'm like batch coffee, so I go to my wife. I said, "Did you order coffee on Amazon?" God damn you, woman! Because you she ordering or- coffee again? She orders K cups, and it's uh, fine. Yeah. You know, sometimes at Amazon, it comes from the third parties, so it gets sent to you. She goes, no, I didn't order coffee, so I have to go on my phone. Uh, batch coffee from Binghamton. I'm like, a beer tree. <laughs> and I know who it is. <laughs> I know what's coming. And I sat there on my couch doing one of these, like little smith- smithies. Give me the yes. beers. <laughs> and the uh, fine gentleman bringing me my beer handed me the package, and I went, oh, my God, that's really, really heavy. <laughs> <laughs> There's <laughs> a, a lot of liquid that's, in there. That's not coffee at all, unless it has weights in it. So in the end, uh, batch coffee, correct? Yes. Yep. Yes. So yeah, tell me. Yeah, where, where, where did that come out of, like, you guys were just like, man, we drink so much coffee to begin with. We just, well, no, let's yeah, just open You something. have a farm, you have a brewery, you need coffee, period. Yeah. Well, no, so I mean, it kind yeah. of, that's how it went. But no, it was, uh, we got linked up with, with this local roaster back. This was years ago when we were doing our morning timber series, coffee stout. Mm. And we were using kind of just like the, this, uh, I think coffee bean direct was, was what I was sourcing that off of just like some generic ass coffee. And then we switched to using his locally roasted coffee and it like took that beer to a whole oh, new level. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing doubt. how that works, right? Bro, it's oh, just yeah, like. like more craft I'm a coffee. coffee snob too, so it's like I try to drink other like more generic coffee, and then I get all sad because it kind of doesn't taste good. And it's like, oh, <laughs> get man, all like sad. Taste buds. <laughs> taste buds are ruined. So you mean my Dunkin' Donuts isn't shit? <laughs> that is true. Well, I mean, for us, I had Giorgio's yeah. over in Farmingdale, and yeah. I anything I brewed with what he roasted, it was amazing, <sighs> right? I mean, it it's, it's such a difference in unbelievable. How about well, we had um. Uh, backwards flag on even, the show years ago even and after Giorgio's flux when i did yeah yeah flux flux, when I did flux coffee unbelievable backwards flag uh brewery down in um it's a veteran owned brewery female veteran owned brewery down in new jersey uh they have this program where they send veterans into unique places on 
in the in the globe and they go and harvest these unique coffee beans from very like remote places of the world and they bring them back and some of those are brewed right there in the brewery the tastes are like just stupid yeah. just some of the yep. such unique craft you know, coffee beans Flavors that are out there. that you will get out of oh, it. Oh, absolutely. It's unbelievable. Out of a single coffee bean. You're like, what yep. the hell is that? Where did mm. that come from? I mean, it's you guys. Cool yeah. It, it, so you guys are, are, are sourcing a lot of this from, you know, smaller places, obviously, and, and trying to get. And how's that business doing? Like, how how is a coffee business, in addition to a brewery, manageable? And a farm. <laughs> yeah. So the, and an ice skating rink. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> there's a there's this space. So at the factory between, so between like the the tap room and the fitness center, we built in because we knew that that the Lord's Fitness Center was going to come in next to us. So we built in like this little uh, glass cube between their facility <laughs> the and our kiosk. facility. A little, yeah, uh, more or less, yeah. yeah. Uh, and we ended up making that into like a smoothie and coffee bar. Um, smart. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of, that was, that was, that was some, that was some forward thinking right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get a fitness place. We got a fitness place. Yeah. We're going to make some smoothies, smoothies and, coffee. and some coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Give, give the people an option. So that's like, ah, I really want a beer and a pizza, but I'll just grab but a smoothie yeah. and coffee. Yeah. I got to go and work out, but it's Friday. So now I'm going to get that pizza. It's and, cheat and beer. day. Cheat day. I can have that beer and pizza. But all the four days of the week, I can go ahead and splurge Smoothie with and coffee. Smoothies and coffees. And yeah. do, you, do you guys, uh, you obviously, you know, still trying to move that forward. You have the downtown area now that's yep. kind of moving uh, in a good direction. Give us a little, uh, you know, breakdown of that space. Yeah, so the, the downtown, we actually signed that lease. Um, it was December 31st, 2019. Oh, so like okay. right at the end of 2019. So it was recently, yeah, yeah. So we were going to, the plan was to get production at factory rolling and then to do like the tap room restaurant downtown. But once COVID hit, that was like the, nah. it doesn't really make sense to try yeah. to work on two projects at once. So then we put the focus in the factory. And then once that was done, um, plus or minus nah, six months to a year or so, <laughs> I think somewhere in there, we were uh rolling with with the downtown space so that's in it's in downtown binghamton yep we uh got a space it used to be an old bank hmm. uh, at the it's called the marine midland building it's like this really unique building in binghamton it's like this massive um n structure and it's hmm. got like a hole through the middle of it and it's all student housing uh so we really? got that space yeah yeah is it right by the well, college it's not all student housing it's uh it's Two miles away, two oh. and a half, three miles away. Pretty close. You didn't have to get any special permission to open a brewery in it, in a, like a, I would quote unquote, housing space, or, or I guess, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that some of the college students are going to be there, right? Yeah. Yep. I, the, we had to go through quite a bit of hoops for, for the city <laughs> just to make sure that it was all like good to go, but. I don't know there's no like oh there's student housing here like that's that's a no no <laughs> that's a no no yeah, it's which is cool that's business stuff right now yeah so that let's see downtown opened up that was March of last year yeah because we just did our our one year anniversary this past week weekend so that was plus or minus a year after we opened and then we opened up the rooftop 
Uh, so it's like, I guess to describe it, there's the the student housing building and then the building itself is like one story and it kind of like runs out a little bit. Okay. And there's a bunch of like kind of off parcels. Well, they're not off parcels. They're all attached, but a couple different parcels that are attached to that building. Mm-hmm. And um, it is like a single story. It's like a 20 foot high ceiling. Mm-hmm. And then there's the rooftop. So we put up uh, outside on our patio, we did a stairwell that goes up to the rooftop and we did like a, um, a deck up there with rooftop a little, uh, beer tree beers. Yeah, the mm. only rooftop in Binghamton, New York. Oh, oh yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. See, now that's yeah. something to, yeah. that's how you advertise. Oh, oh the only rooftop. People just hear that and they don't care what you have. Do you want to get lucky? They're Come to the want... rooftop bar. Oh, there it only is. rooftop yeah. in Binghamton. There it is. That's the way to go. Dude, you, you've expanded over like a five, six year period. What do you attribute the the success to is it is it the besides liquid the, is i was it, gonna say besides the good but, well i mean really it's delicious good we're gonna we're gonna, dude, we're gonna have so many things to talk about after we've been drinking a little bit um <laughs> but is it just the liquid is it more to like the brand how, how do you kind of attribute the all area, this area yeah like what the, the, the facilities the, because there are other breweries by there you know I, i've been to the north i've been to other places in and around binghamton um it, it, it's just it's got to be the the, the essence, I want to hear from Chris, though. I want to see what he thinks. Yeah. Oh, I think there's a lot of different things. Um, I mean, I I got to say, from the day that we opened our, the, the community reception, like I, I grew up in this area, like born and raised. I never expected that we would receive the the support that we received right off the bat. Hmm. So, I mean, I, I give... Uh, I mean, our, our community, like without, without the people who have showed up for us since day one, I mean, of course there would be nothing. Then also like our staff, we've got some awesome staff that, cause like we do move quickly and the way that we've kind of had to do things, it's like, there's not that many people to cover a whole crap load of different things. So it's like just having a team that's like, oh shit, like, <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot, but like, let's let's go you know i mean that's been that's been huge too just like keeping having having a crew that's like okay with like stepping out of their comfort zone and like mm-hmm. holy shit like this is i've i don't know what a coffee brand's supposed to be but i'm gonna i'm gonna build one today <laughs> and i'll have you i'll have you some like different ideas by tomorrow morning kind of thing it's just like the the like just the everything that that we're surrounded all the people we're surrounded with from the community to the staff it's like everyone is is okay with us doing weird stuff and like kind of like keeping and, and trying to push forward so that that's I mean, great that's to been, hear yeah that's you know, that huge. means that means the the employees the team they believe in the product they believe in in you know what you guys are doing and that's always great to see yeah, absolutely. All right, I, uh, I, we, I, th- I think the beer is pretty darn good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, you might be right there. Yeah, I got, might be biased. Though. You got something going. I don't. You got I don't a little know. something going on here. All right, uh, we have a uh, special segment set up here. Uh, it's the nine o'clock hour. Oh yeah. And uh, we we gonna find out a little bit about you, sir, and your beer drinking habits. This segment is called Steve's Three Questions. We have a little promo music, and then we'll get right into it. Here we go. Bring you 
a very special presentation. Three questions with our very own Steve Pominsky. Yes, these questions. Three questions from Steve. Three questions. Steve's questions go. What's funny is I I actually had, um, wow, this is now it's not changing. All right, it's okay. Uh, we're gonna. Uh, oh wow. Oh oh boy. Oh there we go. I don't. What the hell happened there? All right, it's all right. We do. I like the split screen sometimes. Yeah. Um, Steve, take it away. Yeah. Sorry. All right, Chris. I got three questions for you. They're real easy. Nothing. You know, I'm not going to ask you like your social security number or anything like. I that. I would like to know that. Well, okay. however, yeah. I'll tell you as co <laughs> on air. Let's go. Um, no, these these are you know um, just honest answers. Uh, whatever comes right to you. Uh, but uh, we'll start right off. I'm going to go one at a time. Mm. So, what was that? first beer that you had that turned you on to craft beer what was that one that you said i, I there's something going on here i gotta find out more uh was uh trogues uh what, oh. nugget nectar nugget oh. nectar nice i don't think we've had that one like no. s- like straight up and down no. like that i was that's a good yeah, one yeah that's because i mean i i, I gra- what was that? i graduated college in 2016 hey, so i didn't you. have like a whole bunch of craft beer experience until really jumping into the industry yeah. but yeah yeah that was the Nugget Nectar. Nice. Nice. It's uh, a good one. Oh, my God, yeah. I remember when that first was uh, finally getting distributed to New York, and everybody was going nuts to try to get their hands on it. Was it that big of a deal? Yeah, Nugget Nectar yeah. was a big deal. Huh. Um, all right. Uh, right now, what is your favorite style? My favorite style for... Recipe development would be. I, I'm still all about the hazies. I love the. There's a lot of new hot products coming out. There's a lot oh, of yeah. like the the whole thialized yeast thing, which is a whole. That's mm-hmm. that's a, a an animal that I don't think is quite understood all the way yet. But um, I love developing hazies, and then from just like a enjoyment standpoint, I think pretty much anything light. It's after drinking hazies for five years. It's like. <laughs> I just like need the, so something. That, that twelve month fooder like that. Oh I, God, I love that stuff. And and like we did a, a fooder age Oktoberfest. Oh, that was phenomenal as well. Now uh, now you guys beer that uh, lift lager. The, the fooder. Are you guys just using it for the wood flavor or? You now have my attention, by well, the way, well, about no, Oktoberfest. Well, <laughs> no, because some, some, you know, it's it's you get different breweries, and some of them don't want the wood flavor. They just want it to. Yeah, how's their that, how's their bugs? That in Oktoberfest? Shit. Well, the, yeah. So we use it for the oak. We use yeah. it for the for more of the flavor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We we don't have any uh, bugs on purpose in any of them. <laughs> we, we're just doing all clean aging right now. Cool. Uh, how long have you had it? And how what is its capacity? The we have six of them. They're ten barrels each, and we've had them since. November of 2020. Mm. So, oh, wow. So pandemic time. Okay. Yeah, we opened up the factory. That was in, we started brewing there in August of 2020. 
started mm-hmm. construction there in March of 2020, but uh, the tap room opened up in November. Any thought? Any thought to using a couple of them for, uh, you know, for sours? We've we've done some like clean sours. So like we've done a kettle sour and we've aged it in the oak. Oh, okay. Just because mm. I don't know the the whole getting some some bacteria in there and yeah once not, they're in not being able once to they're like, in to switch to pasteurize yep. yeah. yeah once they're in they're in i'm, I'm a little terrified of that yeah <laughs> really quick before uh <laughs> we just went back on instagram live jay clancy's checking back in joey abruzzo saying joey. what's up uh slick rick from uh uh, bar- uh barrage <laughs> barrier i know i do it on purpose uh from uh barrier brewing company what's yeah, up Ricky? Right. uh yeah so uh we're here with chris from Beer Tree Abruco uh, up in Binghamton, New York, and uh, we got another question. We got more questions. For Steve we got Street one questions. more. One more. One more. One more. Yeah. What he, was it? He come on, bro. What was you two? Gotta pay attention. I'm too busy with the technology. All right. Okay. Second one was yeah. He likes he and he, which I like. I what had he did. nectar. I got no. That what one. he what he did? He split. He yeah. What he likes to develop and what yeah. he likes to brew. Okay. Hazies. Okay. All right. Yeah. But I did hear that after you know. Mm-hmm. Hazy, 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 yeah, hazy. It's, it's all about the crazy. He's nice, crispy boy. Crispy boy. Yeah. Make, you, right. make you happy. So he was a crispy boy. He was, <laughs> he a, was hazy a hazy boy. boy. Okay, all there right, you got go. It. I got it. Uh, all right. Last and uh, final question, sir. Um, what is that one beer that if you were at a bar or restaurant from any time, any place, anywhere except one of your beers? What is that one beer you would hope to find on tap that you could enjoy? I mean, I, I kind of. I think of like the the tall boys of uh, founders all day IPA at ah, like the ballpark. That's a good one. I'm not even joking. Yeah, I had one. A tall boy. I had a tall boy all day IPA at the Good Life. Ah, on uh, they had tall boys there, like nineteens. Nineteens. Oh boy. Uh, the other night, Saturday. Did you, gl- did you pour it in a glass? Of course I did. Oh, of course I did. Of course I can't. Yeah. I can't. You can't but, drink that, that but huge I, freaking I had, rocket ship. I saw it sitting in the fridge, and I'm like. I just give me that goddamn, <laughs> and it was wonderful. It was like six dollars. <laughs> oh, it was like, well there. Yeah, like I, nothing. I, I, well, I, I know. But I know. Either way, like the that's one of the ones where. So I'll give you this, I Chris. I like. I love. I loved all day IPA. The problem with it for me was always it's too low ABV for me, and after drinking so much of it, I get that hazy headache. <laughs> That hop headache. I don't know if anyone else experiences this out in the uh, world, but if you drink too much of like you know hops, hop water, well, hops have histamine in them. Yeah. Which, well, make sure I drink an antihistamine as well. Well, well no. If if you yeah, are yeah, susceptible, quercetin. Yeah. If you, but I'm not though. Are I drink you a, a shit ton of hop you, beer. Well, you know this what? This was. The, I'm serious though. Like I, I get a 12 pack of the all day IPAs. I drink the shit out of them in the backyard or wherever we're going, Mets game or whatever it is, right? I love it, but then I just feel like that headache coming on, almost like if you drank too much wine. For me, I'm, I'm oh, also yeah. too much wine Still drinker. Tannins. I get a headache. It's, it's yeah, but that's that's more of the heartburn that I get. It's not so much the headache. The headache is something a little different. But the the hop headache that I get from drinking that much does get to me, and but, I, and it kind of turns me away. Because but I love the beer. Well, here's I love the thing: the beer, and I could drink a, so much of it. As, and that as might Chris be my said, problem. though, what it reminds him of, yeah. Going to the ball game. Yeah, no, that's true. That's, that's true. I mean, UBS, we go to, you know, go yeah. to UBS, see the Islanders play, yeah. and they got the 19s, man. Yeah, they got the 19s. Oh, yeah. It is nice. I Listen, I could drink one of those 19s and be fine. 
I drink two, three, four, and now I have a problem with just that feeling of like over hoppiness in my system. Last time at, at UBS, I drank six 19s. Yeah. And the majority of them were um, uh, the, uh, not Cronenborg's, the... Which ones? It's it's one of the German beers they have. Oh, the oh, Steiners. Oh, okay. Or, yeah. Yeah. And they I, just went down like I go with, um, water. I go with, uh, why can't I just think of it? it? I had it and I lost it. Oh, Voodoo, Voodoo Ranger. Oh, Voodoo Ranger, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, again, you know, obviously it's at every freaking major, you know, Ticketmaster location. In, in, in Jamaica now. Yeah. Uh, when I get out of work right there. Yeah. They have 19 Voodoos, 19 Torpedo from Sierra yeah, Nevada. Torpedo, I do, yeah. Ni- 19 uh, in... Um, Oh, what the hell's the other two? Ghost. Oh. East Coast Ghost. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, East Coast Ghost. Polly. Yeah, Polly. Yeah, uh, no. Uh, uh, zombie Dust. Oh, they do have Zombie yeah. Dust. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's coming and making its way back around. Yeah. But I agree with you, Chris. I mean, having, you know, the that option to just drink a lot of that deliciousness and, and not for a huge price and not for knock over your head kind of feel, it it. It makes sense, but I, I, I wish I could hang with it. I wish I could hang with it. It just doesn't divide with me as much after me, the first one. Well, here's the question. Yeah. Do you guys do 19s at all, or have you thought about them? Or? No, not really. <laughs> nope. No. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah, 12, 16s, and maybe uh, some sleeks. Yeah. Well, yeah. The sleeks our canning nice. line runs, runs 16s, and I swear to God, every time we run it, it feels like the first day we're running it. I'm never, oh, no. I can't change that thing over to anything else. So, I was going to say, you guys. co packers out there that can do the 19s. And do you have your own canning line? Yeah. 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 I would factory, imagine with the amount it. of labels that you guys are churning out. And the, yeah. Like they have a factory, yep. okay? I know they have a factory. They have a fucking factory. Yeah, Plus, they can have a canning line. I apologize. Come apologize. On. Come on. A farm, a factory, coffee. Yeah. Uh, 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 I think they're doing sushi next. Console Brewing's checking in. Fletch uh, JDM's checking in. What's up, guys, on Instagram? Uh, Steve, why don't you start breaking down this beer? Um, let's start Steve? with the... Steve, I said. Oh, why me? Because I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, talk, yeah. talk to everybody. Uh, let, let's start with what we started drinking tonight, because there is no way we're getting through all of these beers. Though no, I, I need a, I need a fourth, though. Even. We need to, without yeah, that got, fourth. I got a Schwartz beer. Oh, my God. The Schwartz beer, Chris. Schwartz beer. Schwartz beer you. See, that's what sold me this year, Chris. I I sent them, Steve and Pete, our other co-host, who's not here tonight, I sent them a picture of the Schwartz beer, because we all like a good dark lager. Mm. And I got to tell you, this thing got me. This was one of the ones where I'm like, you know, you, you want a Schwartz beer? This is the Schwartz beer. So I guess we're going to start. We'll be having it yeah, very well, soon. I don't want you to talk about that yet because I'm not going to be in the I'm room. I'm actually going to drink the whole can. You son of a bitch. You don't you dare. Um, I want you to start with the Pilsner. So you sent us the um, uh, the Crisp Trees Pilsner. Delicious in and of itself. Why don't you break down that beer again? Don't give them any secrets, but give us a little uh, rundown of that one. Yeah, so the Crisp Trees, um, that is a, I guess, grain bill. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. It's it's Pilsner. We do throw in a little bit of corn, just a, mm-hmm. just a touch. Um, pretty standard fermentation and lagering process. Uh, we do add in a dry hop to that. So it's a dry hopped with a New York State Cascade that comes from the farm. If if our farm's out, then we use a different New York State Cascade from one of our partner farms. Um, Are you using the, a, a lot of New York State malt on this beer? Or? Yeah, so that one's got 
I try to keep it pretty close to the to the 60%. Okay. So it's not 100% New York State, um, but it does have, I think it's about 65% of a New York State malt, uh, just a two row. And then the remainder is, um, uh, I think that's Breeze. Okay. Uh, yep. The brewers. And then, yeah, a little bit of just a dash of corn. So with that one, when we dry hop it, well, I guess that'd be getting into the secret. So we dry hop it uh, <laughs> with with Cascade and send it on through. Yeah, it's a uh, that was the first one we cracked uh, today, and um, great color, clear as you know, beautiful golden color to it, um, nice and crisp. You know everything that we you know you would look for in a, in, in a in a pilsner. Um, do you guys do any other you know anything? you know, just lagered or, um, you know, cream ale, anything like, do you have other ones besides this? Obviously we, we had the food a series. So. Yep. Yeah. So we do our, uh, tree light cream ale. Uh, we do hollow pills, uh, uh, German style. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's got all a nice selection of, it's all, all our tall, um, hops in that man trying to dig back through the recipe so we got the german style pills bro with the uh, amount do, of goddamn recipes that you have to that you're just giving me a part of it that's, that's what i'm saying that's pretty impressive how many fi- so <laughs> yeah little do you know i have all my recipes printed out on my uh next to me on the phone <laughs> he's got a dossier <laughs> it's right next to him and then uh we do boat launch is one that's coming out we try to drop that right before memorial day weekend mm. uh, that's just like that's as, as light as as we'll go. That's like your American lager, just like a, a easy drinking lawnmower beer. beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boat beer. Boat beer. Um, wait, wait. Boat so beer. wait, wait. Pontoon boat beer. I was gonna say. So when you guys say boat beer, where where are you guys boating out of? Finger Lakes? Are we going out of local watering holes? Like, how's that? Oh, it's, you know, we fill up the bathtub and we all go <laughs> this guy, this guy, We're, was... uh, we go finger lakes, a lot of yeah, finger fi- lakes. Yeah. A lot of finger lake. Uh, yep. yeah. I, uh, when we say boat beer, we're like, all right, we're going out on the, uh, the great South Bay, mm. Long Island Sound. Mm. Uh, yeah. Well, it's boat beers are a lot easier to drink when you're in, but, a, in a lake. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, well, you know what though? Don't, don't lakes have waves, bro. Agreed. But I, listen, I'm going to say this. I would much rather prefer, and not so much, um, uh, you know, I'll say this. Great South Bay, okay, it's dirty as shit, all right? You got the brown tides. I don't like swimming in it at all. It's garbage. The canals, everyone's throwing and pissing and shitting and whatever. Um, The ocean, the Atlantic Ocean on our barrier beaches is beautiful. It's Mm -hmm. probably one of a kind, you know, outside of, like, Jersey or even, like, the East Coast. Um the sound, I could care less. It's a body of water that I'd rather be driving on rather than, or driving under. You know, if they ever it, finish that tunnel. It, um, um, yeah, it's there's it's nothing crap. to it. It's crap. There's nothing to it. But when you talk about and the a beaches lake, are all rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, ugh. So when you go to a lake, the only thing I'm ever worried about in a lake, you know, worried about like gators. No, oh. no, not up in Finger Lakes. Oh, like gators. You have think. I know what you're gonna say. What am I? What am I gonna say? You're afraid of leeches. No, oh, not at all. Okay. No, not at least. You should be though. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> you uh, I, be. I, I'm snakes. 
Nope. Snow? Oh. Nope. Not snakes. Don't don't even think about snakes. Uh, I would think about snapping. <laughs> Stop it. Snapping turtles. But not in a big lake. Not in a big lake, but like in a smaller lake. Those are like the little ponds. I know, and you can just kick them in the shell and they go away. I get it. But the other thing is, it's that that mossy branches that could just take in the mud. In the mud that's in a lake. See, you're thinking more of ponds. Am I? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're, yeah. Yeah, because ponds have got that slime on the bottom. But I love the fact that they're fresh water. Like, you go into a nice lake. Oh, yeah, it's nice. And it's just nice. And then Jason Voorhees comes out and (laughs) freaking (laughs) gets you with the... From from the depths of... Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm not worried worried about Jason Voorhees. You're thinking I was worried about a murder, but I was not. Now, he is a a Long Long Island thing. He is? Um, I... Way back when, me, me, me and my buddy at the Rock Kakama Lake, we're 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 like, hey, we're gonna his 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 aunt had a uh, house right on his aunt. Okay, yeah, on I say Yapank, aunt. Yapank Lake. Okay, Yapank. Okay, yeah. So we go, and it's not really like it's a really huge. Park. No, it's big. I've been I've been paddleboarding on it. I, so, and by the way, I much rather paddleboard on a freshwater body of water sure. than a saltwater body oh. of water because when you fall in, eh, hey, whatever. But. We scuba dived into it. Yeah. And we were going down. It was probably 15 feet. Could you see? Yeah, it was clear. It was clear, huh? Clear, clear. Mm. Sunfish, perch mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. around. Nice. It was pretty cool. Some, you know, some turtles. We come out and we're on the edge of the bank. And we're just okay. hanging out there, just kind of sitting, taking our stuff off. Yeah. And I'm like, what's that on my fucking A leech. leg? Leeches. You had leeches. Had Several leeches. Really? Just waiting. This was a pond or a lake? This is Yapank Lake. See, I'm not even worried about- It's basically a pond. (laughs) That's where they dump all the raw sewage, just so you know, out of like Indian Head uh, nuclear power plant or something. Ever. Wherever they pump that Those stuff leeches into. were looking to suck me. You don't have any of that. Do you got going on, Chris? No. No. See, I mean, it's bananas. That's it's upstate. That. Yeah, because everything's pristine up there for the most part. I mean, everything that I've it's been untouched. to. Yeah, exactly. It's untouched. It's not, it's not, it's, un, untouched. it's not overdeveloped and it's people aren't dumping raw sewage. Man. Yeah, well, that's what ruins everything in the end. Um, you guys, uh, obviously, you know, with being uh, or having the ability to brew so much, I, I did a full pivot there right yeah uh, was i nice. was gonna go with both no, beers it was again, nice. but it was it, nice. i'm just saying you guys have having the ability to brew so much beer how often are you changing up these recipes what does your schedule look like is well, it's it like seventeen thousand recipes I, it's easy it, they're all in the dossier right next to them <laughs> how often are you guys kind of reinventing things and changing things and and having new um recipes come out like how often do you change up the profiles um Every day. Fairly often. Yeah. I, I, I mean, do. it depends, right? It's like we got a couple core beers now. That we've never really had like a core lineup. Now we're starting to get five, five and a half years in. We're finally like, oh, we should do a core lineup. <laughs> what, what, like, is your, so, what is your core lineup right now? Like five so beers the, or? Yeah. Uh, well, it kind of changes. <laughs> <laughs> but like we our, our main one's Any Day's Haze. So that's that's yep. kind of like the, the first one that we started to make in and have it available all the time. And the next one was Juice Land, which I think you have V3 there. Yes. Um, I I have ju- – do you have Juice – it's the orange label. He has it. We have it over in the box here. I got that um, when I was up there in February. So, yeah, probably V3. Yep. Let me see. Hey, yep. Steve, yep, V3. He's got it. Yep. Um, yeah, that was, that was one of the ones that I had at the brewery um, early on. 
And then every time I'm there, that's one of the core brands that I'm really looking for each time because it just doesn't disappoint. I like that. Yeah, so that's, we've, we're, uh, let's see, this Friday we're dropping our fourth version of that. Are you um, changing? Oh, wow. What are you changing of that? That one is just hops. Okay. So standard. So same, same grain bill. Same base, yeah, and then just changing yep. up the hops a little bit. Yeah, but so V V three, that's I used to thiolize yeast in that and it was a it was a wild experience. So it's like <laughs> every time I use these thiolized yeasts, it's uh there's like this unknown grace period and it generally happens like once it's once it's in the cans that you'll crack open the can and it'll just like smell like a fresh pack of tennis balls. <laughs> and I have no idea why it happens, but you let it sit there for a couple couple more days, and then it, it like switches back and it's fine. So that's like a situation where Untapped screwed us. Yeah. Because we released the spirits, like we're tasting on the canning line. It's like, oh yeah, like high fives, like good job, team. This is this is great. <laughs> it's like a day later you crack open the can and it's like, what in the hell is this? You get that little when yeah. you know, like when you we'd open a, a, a fresh pack of tennis balls, yeah. some spaldings. You know what? Yeah, so, I think everyone can relate to that smell. I think I don't think there's anybody alive that haven't smelled a fresh pack of tennis balls. Is that a, so is that a bold statement? So you're saying that everyone has smelt fresh balls. I, I feel like everyone has smelt a fresh pack of balls. All right. If yeah. you haven't smelt fresh balls and you haven't lived, yeah. you haven't lived. You don't you go to Dick's lived. today. So go get to the, some fresh balls. Go go to the tennis department and just. And get, Crack open a fresh yeah, set of fuck, balls. Fuck those guys. I'm not buying it. I just want to smell it. <laughs> I just and just crack not, a I'm fresh can of balls. balls. Yeah, exactly. Well, that, I mean, that's uh, a unique smell, bro. This is what that he said that. Yeah, I'm like, that's a fucking unique smell. It is a very unique smell. Yeah, and it's it just had it had a, a very unique smell to it, and, 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 it, and like, it, then it switches completely back. It's happened twice now using hmm. thiolized yeast. And and what's what's the who are, you, who, who are you getting that from? Yeah. Just that's um uh that's Omega. Oh okay. The thylize. Okay. I wonder if that's in the description, you know. Fresh pack of tennis balls. Fresh pack of tennis balls, uh <laughs> mango. Man. Fresh balls, little cat poop, you know, <laughs> little wooden box action. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't want those at yeah. all. I'd be like you know, llama litter. llama spit and uh oh, Jesus. It'd be otter otter pissing droppings. There you go. Yeah. I, uh, I I want to talk a little bit about some of these labels because uh, we haven't even gotten through the beers. I that's what I want to talk about. Oh, so okay. you I have got... a unique label here that that caught my eye that you sent us. This is hot dogs and hot tubs. <laughs> so this one we had uh, somewhere right before Steve's three questions, and we were both looking at each other like, "Yeah, now that's a good hazy because it's bright, it's clean." Tell us a little bit about hot dogs and hot tubs. So. I, I don't want to – I wish I had, like, a sweet story behind it. It's it's <laughs> actually uh, – so I saw that label when I was getting the package ready to send it. I was like, ah, oh, like, I got to send this. It's – we um we we packaged Any Day's Haze as hot dogs and hot tubs for an event. It's a pond skinning event at our local uh, ski mountain. Okay. And they set up a whole bunch of these hot tubs at the base of the mountain. So it's like, yeah, people hanging out in the hot tubs and you got – like the lunatics whipping down the mountain and skimming across the pond. And so we <laughs> no. just did it as like a as an event for them. But it's such a cool label that I I just had to send it. I had to share it. <laughs> that, that's it's a, a great beer. It's yeah. a great beer. Yeah, that was so. So this was. What did you say it was? It was any day's haze. Yep. Yeah. 
So it's just a different label on that one. Yes. Oh man, it, it is. That's one of the ones where, yeah, I, I've I've definitely had that before, and that one is so bright, so clean, and still has that dankness of of a hazy. Well, it was yeah. a very bright hazy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, nice crispness to it. Um. The hops pop. Yeah, oh, I yeah. mean, as soon as I opened it, as soon as I cracked it, that's the one thing. You smell it immediately. Whew, oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Gotta love what, that. Do you, what, what hop profile are you using on that? Actually, believe that's it says uh, it. Cascade Citra Strata. Yep. Oh, it does say it. Yeah. You, you know what's great about Yeah, I, I like their labels. It says, I'm cool AF. <laughs> <laughs> Stormy at 36 degrees of Fahrenheit, please. Don't be a dick. <laughs> no, it doesn't say don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and, and screw me up. But that's that's exactly it. Like you, some of these, you know, breweries don't really realize that some of their distributed uh, beers are going to sit on a shelf rather than in a cooler. Is that something? So let me ask you this, uh, Chris. When you guys are are looking to distribute, and I don't know if you are yet or not, but you produce so much sixteen ounce four packs. Do you have local distribution? Are you going to local, you know? Uh, uh, beer distributors or, or bottle shops or stuff like that. It's Tavor, Tavor. Yeah. yeah. So we do. Um, we run our own self distribution in New York State for the most part, minus Long Island, minus the five. Boo. <laughs> the, Listen, the get two. your get your rep down here. I'm gonna give them like three or four places that would would hold your shit at least. Kind of so we Mark well, we have Serene. So Serene covers. Oh, us okay. For, uh, oh yeah. I guess, yeah. So they cover us for Long Island and the. In the city, because it's like for us to drive, we, we used to distribute to like Manhattan, for example. It's like we go and drop off at four spots in Manhattan yep. and it's a 12 hour day. And yeah. It's brutal. So we just we self distro for the rest of New York State minus High Peaks Zone as well. We have a distributor up there. Okay. Um, we have a local distributor that covers just like certain um, certain locations that we aren't able to get in as like a like with our self distro model. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And then we're in. Um, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Maryland, Delaware, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Ohio. You're in Delaware? And then we do uh we do Tavor. Um working on Arizona. That should be fired up probably in the next Arizona. Month. Holy cool. shit. They get so you can get it beer tree in Arizona, but I can't get it down here on Long Island. I guess I can, but just gotta know where <laughs> well, you gotta go to gotta go to New York. Yeah, that's true. Um yeah. or you go to Tavor. Really, and you get a ship right to, to, yeah, to you. Fuck those guys. Yeah, well, they they were good for like yeah. year two sponsorship, yeah. but then then they just kind of fizzled out. I mean, not that they're well, fizzling. I'll be down in Delaware. Yeah, in people it, are using it all over the country. I'll I'm be not down in Delaware in about three weeks. Looking for weeks. beer tree. Well, I'm gonna be down there. So what the fuck? They have a beer shop right in um, where my daughter goes to school. Oh, yeah, University yeah, that's of right. Delaware. So, um, do you guys have <clears throat> uh, anything with Total Wine or anything like that? Yeah, I think we are in the total wines. Are they're in Maryland and Delaware? Yeah, we got yeah. one down by us, baby. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think uh, I think we're in some of them. Yeah, well, them, if anyone's listening know. right now, still through the hour and a half of, of craziness, you need to go to Total Wine and look up Beer Tree, or go to Tabor and go look up some Beer Tree beers because you guys will not be disappointed. Um, let's break down the the uh, the Schwartz beer here because this thing. This is what really got me this year. You guys produced one of the best, in my opinion, best Schwartz beers I've ever had. Give me the breakdown on this. Tell me a little bit about this. What what am I drinking? What am I what am I putting into my body? 
<laughs> what are you consuming? Yeah. So that is, is um, that was that was a pretty cool one. Um, that was it, it. It took a little bit of sourcing uh, to find the right grains to use for that because um, it's not, you know, it's not like all brewers are, you know, using like breeze black or chocolate or whatever. Um, so I, I pulled in some some Munich and Carafa. Um, I taste that Munich. Paramunichs. What's that? I taste that Munich, by the way. I think that's what does it. Because I like that. And then it's got Palertal uh, and no. Tetanang for, for hops. Oh, okay. It, so. just, it, what, it, it what, provides what, such a great balance for what, for what it is. Do you remember not... what yeast blend you were using for that? Um, I think I do. I do know. <laughs> He's got it. He's going through. He's not going to let us know, though. No, no, he will. He I do. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm going to let you know. I think I'm, <laughs> I'm going to leave that. Open. <laughs> you, know, you know what? Fuck you guys. <laughs> you guys. I'm like, not going to let you guys know. I mean, the the water profile too. Like that's that's one of the coolest things. I I screw around with that. That's probably what I change the most is um, working off an RO system. We have infinite flexibility to take a water profile and be like, oh, I want to look up. This, whatever Dublin's mm -hmm. water profile for my dry Irish, or I want to look up, you know, you just kind of pick and choose different water profiles and, and mm. build it out that way. And I don't know. That's, I, I have fun with that. How was, so, how was the water up by yeah, you guys? That's what I was about to ask. So what is the profile? What do you guys have as a base to work off of? Hard, soft, hard. It is hard. So, <laughs> well, so when we, when we were out in Port Crane, we, uh, we drilled a well cause it's, you know, it's, uh, it's the farm. Mm -hmm. So we drilled this well and the, the dude starts pulling the water through like while like while he's getting it all hooked up and it tastes like the freaking ocean. Yes. And he just he's like, Oh, it's all right. It'll 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 pour it's out. It'll it's tight. <laughs> so so we're running this thing. It's like twenty four hours. We run it overnight and we, we get there the next day and it's still like pissing out like into the into the field and it still tastes like the freaking ocean. Wow. And he's like, yeah, Holy I've been water. doing this for 40 years and this has never happened before. But <laughs> I mean, if you guys want me to drill a new well, it'll be fifteen grand. <laughs> nope so that was that was that so we we already planned on doing like an ro system setup because it's like w when we were home brewing that was kind of what made the biggest difference for us is going from using well water that was kind of dog shit sure. and then yeah, switching sure. it over to ro and building it up so and, we were planning on doing that anyways but and for i just, guess that's reverse osmosis yeah so what's yes, reverse osmosis. what are you guys you know adding and subtracting to the the water that you're working with now that's kind of creating that. Are you adding different chlorine levels? Well, pH levels. What's what's the biggest thing you've had to change? As far as like each beer goes. Well, I mean, in I general, mean, we strip I, it back. We yeah. pull out as much as we can with that system, and then we we rebuild it with different salts: gypsum, calcium mm -hmm. chloride, Epsom, baking soda, lactic. Um, sometimes pickling lime for certain beers. Oh, all sometimes right. citric acid. Jesus. Um, just like I mean, a, you just have a chemical compound of just trying to rebalance out the water. Yeah, it's a whole bunch of white powders sitting around the brewery looking all <laughs> sketchy. No, <laughs> and, and, sketchy. no, and and they're not, you know, they're not doing anything wrong, or you know. No, it's, I'm it's, I'm not saying they are. It's, it's just, not like you know, uh, breaking bad or anything going on over there. But <laughs> Mr. White over here, <laughs> Mr. Just, White, just making sure the the water profiles are looking good. No, but I mean that that's a lot. That that's before yes. you even yes, it get is. it into a brewing stage. You have to do a whole level of water profiling to understand what you need to rebalance out to get to the equation that you're looking for. Oh, yeah. If they decided to just pull that water out of the ground and go, I'm brewing with it, 
people do it. It would probably we wouldn't be talking to them. Right no, now. we would. We would not. We would not be highlighting Beer Tree Brewery. No, no. Um, so you guys obviously have gone through a, a, a shit ton of uh, extensive testing and stuff like that. What goes into the overall day to day? You have a new recipe, let's say, Chris, and you're you're thinking, okay, I need this. Are you looking at the water right away? Are you looking at you know ingredients in hand, uh, hops? Like, what's the whole process looking like as you go through uh, coming up with a new recipe? Um, so I guess it would be it would depend on on what we're trying to do with it. So if it is like say it's new hazy because I I think the, there's this new style of beer called a uh, hazy IPA. It's like, I think it's up and, <laughs> I think it's up and coming. It's crazy. But, now, like hazy, that, nobody like, does hazy anything. That's no, a, it, it that means you brewed it wrong. It'll never catch on, I promise you. You had no flocculation. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, man. Yeah, it caught on all right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, you got you to have it. I mean, there's no way you can't have one in a brewery at this point. Right. If you want to make any money. It is, we've had a couple guys on. No, I, I agree with you. Kind of refuse. Yes, but are they actually making any money? Are they? they re- we had somebody on recently. All right. All right, listen. I don't know if they're making money, but... (laughs) I don't know their business profile. I don't know what they're going with, but... Who knows? But, I mean, you got to have something on tap that's going to spark the interest of the beer nerds in order to to generate that that chatter, right? That online chatter that we were talking about before, where people are going to be not just reviewing, but in general kind of talking up the brewery. You have to have something. You guys rotate a shit ton of IPAs in there. Um, in addition to all your classic styles, what what is the schedule looking like at this point? Uh, depends on the week. Sometimes we're running all core beers. Sometimes we're running all new beers. Um, try, try not to do that because it's like the core beers, most of them go in kegs, and then we are stuck with, 180 <laughs> kegs sitting in our cooler. Um, but we're running anywhere between uh, 8 and 10 turns right now. Probably going to build that up a little bit uh, yeah. on our 20-barrel system. So wow. we eight. normally just run double that per week right now. 8, 10 yeah. turns per week? Yeah. Jesus Christ. So you got eight eight new variants coming out, eight new labels coming out every week. Maybe not brand no, we new. Got, we've got 40. We'll double batch. So we'll do like, that'll Jesus probably Christ. be five different SKUs. Wow. Oh, Maybe okay. six. Wow. Yep. So we'll, we have a 20 barrel brew house at the factory and we got 40 barrel fermenters. So we'll, we'll double batch into those um, two to three times a week. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's the only way to do it at this point, right? Is just try to get as much as that, a liquid into four packs and distribution or anything like that that can satisfy you guys go through enough beer at the locations to like satisfy most of your revenue like is most of your revenue generated mm-hmm. at these spots or are they a lot of distribution like what, what's the kind of percentages or ratio um volume wise i'd say definitely less than 50 percent is uh is tap rooms mm. it's um what did we do last year? Maybe thirty percent tap rooms, seventy percent distro. Wow! Oh wow! Wow! And see that that's surprising to me. That would be surprising <laughs> to me because you guys have great locations. Yeah, but uh, I mean, the volume. You, well, you, you think, think about in the winter months. Who, yeah, you know who the fuck's going? Me. Out. I'll be up there. 
And 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 well, every time I've been yeah, but and you're getting paid <laughs> to go yeah, up there. That's true. People that do live upstate. Well, I'll say no, this. they don't. No, there's nobody up there. <laughs> there's nobody up there. It's a it's a wasteland. Like, it's a so desolate nice. wasteland. It's like Last of Us all the time. <laughs> no, but the, the, the thing is that they have beautiful spots. They have uh, every time I've been in there. There's and we're talking about like twelve o'clock opening. The place has at least 40, 50 people in there sitting down eating on odd days like a Tuesday. How, I mean, it's and I see pictures online. You guys, you know, your your social media is is great, by the way. You know, keeping people in in tune with what's going on, as well as you know, showing packed out tap rooms and uh, beer events. You guys had a beer dinner recently. I want to talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's like you have some really great things going on. It's interesting that only thirty percent is happening through the tap room. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We make a shitload of beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. No, I mean, like it's of course yeah, obviously things are going great, but still, I, I would I would have thought it would. Have been I thought more, more like forty yeah. sixty or maybe even fifty fifty, but it's it's one of those things where like it's every time I'm in there, I, I see lots of people hanging out, eating and drinking. So, yeah. And I've been in, like I said, twelve o'clock on on a Tuesday, and there's a lot of people in there. It's the coffee. It's the coffee. It's, it's the batch coffee. It's the batch coffee's <laughs> doing it to them. People are coming in for the coffee, staying yeah. for the beers and pizzas. Yeah, that's right. Get them all up before you bring them down. You got to kind of. That's there it. You go. There you go. I uh, so uh, Stephen opened up uh, hey, basically hey. what all day haze, um, which I'm gonna imagine is gonna be the same day, uh, same thing as the hot dogs and hot tubs. Um, what was uh, and just refresh my memory really quick. What was the the the, the premier uh, hop in this one? The premier, uh, it's a uh, probably balanced out between uh, Citra and Strata. Yeah, and then it's got Cascade as the kind of like the. I'm, I'm little definitely bit of a feeling that that sexy hop in there. Are you are you guys using any of the, like you know the New Zealand like Motuika anything you know Galaxy? um yep we used to use a a, a ton of galaxy ever since the, they had that bad crop year yeah or i think it was two bad crop years we've kind of pulled back quite a bit on that but get your I, hands we're on still some using nectaron oh nectaron. there it is that's yeah. the one you're waiting for yeah that's got my tail wagging i can't wait for that new, <laughs> I've the new had, crop to, to get in i've had probably four different breweries take using nectaron yeah and each one has been Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I just recently had the other half. That's a New Zealand hop? Uh, it's Yeah, and it's actually a newer, um, for a while, I, you know, they all get these special numbers. and Yes. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But it had a, a number and a letter, an and NC-47. Yeah, and, and a bunch of people ordered it well, well, well in advance. Mm. Um, and, yeah, it's uh, quite a few breweries have used it. Hmm. Uh, one brewery used it, and eh, they, <laughs> yeah. they didn't use it properly because not, not enough of it. No, probably not. Um, but yeah, I had the other half. I had um, during the summer. I had mm. um, Five Burrows. Yeah, they oh, did yeah. their uh, salt pepper ketchup. Oh, that's such a good beer. That was what? Shout out to Paul at Five Burrows. Yeah, three point eight percent, and it was like a small version of Tiny Juicy, oh. but with nectar on, and mm. yeah, it was. So good, Chris. What kind of uh, do you get any uh, beers you know dropped off for you out, up there from down here? Uh, not not too often. Mm. 
There's there's yeah. an idea. I'm gonna uh, here's here's a deal. Maybe Chris. you gotta bring some stuff up. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna come up in a, two weeks, right? We got to bring up, up two, some two noble weeks from savage, some No, nah, I'm ranch. not gonna be able to get my hands on noble. I love Joe and I love everything that Noble Savage does. I'm not gonna get my hands on it. I'm gonna bring up some root and branch. I'm gonna send them uh Sand City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I have some uh some trillium sitting around. I'm gonna throw you some hazies. I'm gonna bring it up to the factory on that Tuesday and I'm gonna say you leave this in the back for Chris. And uh, I want you to, to kind of, kind of, you know, have a little R and D, you know, research okay. and development on some of the hazies that we're doing down here, because you got something very special going on in your lineup here. And I want you to not expand, not in a bad way, but like, just see what we got going on here. And you're going to see, well, that's where I'm. I'm wondering. Uh, Should I get him other? Well, other, since, you since, get other half up since, there. Since Joe is listening, yeah, we yeah. get we get other. The heat, yeah, the heat miser. Uh huh. Him getting his hands on some of these hazies. Yeah, yeah. He's got to get. He's got to get a couple Plus, pictures of these. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'm saying right now, you can you can go against, and, and this is something I wanted to talk to you about. But I think you could go against other half. I think you can go against Holy Mountain <coughs> and and Monkish and stuff like that. You know Your what? beers are. Right there with everybody else. But you know what? I don't even. I don't even use other Thank half you. as that benchmark anymore. No, not anymore. It's um, too too. Uh, uh, what more like Fidens and and Troon. Mm, mm. Um, definitely Root because Root is yeah, doing root. a bunch of great stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, I I just like so you know we've had one two three, uh, two of the beers are the same. Uh, but <laughs> no, but this doesn't taste the same. By no. the way, it's not as bright. See, the the all day well, haze isn't as bright as the hot dogs and the hot tubs. It's subtle, but it's nice. There's nothing wrong. No, with but it. I mean the amount of beers that we have here, and <laughs> we're not gonna get through all these. <laughs> I'm gonna have to take a lot of pictures, Chris, for the Instagram. It's gonna be days and days of pictures. No, it's just I just love that you with guys are doing to our podcast. <laughs> I just love that you guys are doing so many different styles. And, There's so and, much, and you and you're doing them well. Yeah, that's the key. You know, some breweries. Thank you. All they can do is those pastry stouts. And that's all oh, they can do. Yeah. They suck. Who does that? Bitch ass bitches. <laughs> uh, uh, or, no, and then you have breweries that just do solid hazy, yeah. hazy, hazy, yeah. hazy. Well, I mean, Fidens is one that you can kind of. We, we love you the do, Warbler. You the guys, Warbler won, oh my god, uh, yeah, some some good stuff up in Albany. Chris and the Warbler. Uh, you guys share a name. Um, you guys do some great, great hazy stuff, and these are like the underrated New York breweries that people don't share the information. It's not like the hot name out there. And Beer Tree should be right in contention. Yes. And this is what I wanted to ask you, Chris. Definitely Mark from Hopscotch. He needs to stop bringing Oh, fuck down. yeah. Um, Chris, I, I have not seen any entries. Maybe you have and maybe you haven't. But into like the uh, the New York Brewers Association, um, you know, we, we were watching the awards and everything a few weeks ago. Yeah, from and, the and, CBC. And CBC and, and, and throwing stuff out there. Have you guys tried to enter any of these beers into contests and stuff like that? We, we've we done a few. We did, a, we did more early on before mm -hmm. I think we had things all the way figured out. And it was, I don't know, it was like, ah, this isn't. This isn't that fun. So Juiceland won. I think that <laughs> isn't was, that, that fun? <laughs> I think Juiceland won, I think it was last year. Uh, okay. That was at New York State. Um, we've only ever submitted to New York State, okay. um, the Craft Brewers Conference. Yep. We've missed probably more years than we've submitted, but we've never done anything out, else outside of that. 
I would really consider, Chris, submitting some of your stuff, not just just for the you know just for the award or just for the place or whatever, but just to get the name in there because I I think you can put your beer against, you know I, I've had a lot of New York State beer, a lot. I think you can put yours up against a lot of the New York State breweries that are out there. I mean, let let's talk real facts. Where's equilib- equilibrium? In a lot of these, they don't submit their shit. Why Some not? breweries won't. But why? Other half won't. Why? Um, they don't want to be bothered with it. Why? It costs money. It, I, I know it costs logistics, money. Logistics, sending the product. Okay. They don't give a shit. You know what? You know what they care about? Mm. Untapped cash. No, uh, make I know. Money, I know. They make money. money. And listen, That's all I, they care I'm about. I'm sure Chris is doing well with but, with what they're doing. But, but you to have get breweries the name like state. Grimm, yeah, who are make. Have, you know, are getting the money. They make money. And they also are winning shit ton of awards. Right. And, and isn't that the prestigiousness? I, I just think well, here's from the what thing. we've tasted from Beer Tree, they would do extremely well. Some breweries want the prestige and want the accolades and mm-hmm. want to tap themselves on the back mm-hmm. saying, look, my peers think I'm doing a great job. Okay. And there are other breweries that are like, I don't need anybody to tell me I I'm see doing where a great you're going job. I see where you're going. I know I do a great job. Yeah. yeah. And- it's up to it's up to the the owner the brewer. Uh, listen, and CBC isn't like the biggest award ever. I'm just saying in general, oh, no. their beers compete with anything. I mean, what I mean, if, it's not like winning a World Beer Cup or GABF. No, but uh, I don't know who who's who, done that. Who done that? I don't know. I don't know. That costs money. That maybe costs me. time. That costs maybe I did travel. Maybe I did. Maybe yeah. I did. I like to, you know what? Every so often, I like I'm to just, just saying, tap myself on the think back. Think about the beers you brewed and think about these beers. They're right there. Oh my God, these. Great beers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're right there. Now, here's a a friend. If uh, my buddy uh, Whiskey Paul's listening. Whiskey Paul. um, He says, it's so funny. He goes, man, every time I hear you guys do one of these shows, these beers sound so wonderful and I can't get my hands on them. I know. He's like. That's because we seek out the the, the uniqueness. And and the key is we don't rate beers. No. We We refuse to do any rating, but we will. We'll give our opinions. We'll give our opinions. If you hear us say nothing. Then, and I told him that. Yeah, if you say I nothing, him, then we know it like that. Eh. I, I know I, I won't say it uh, on this show, <laughs> but there are certain things I will say when somebody's beer is not good, and I'm trying to pick something yes. good to say about it. So you have great can art. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, wow, your head retention's awesome. <laughs> But when we when we're Don't, Chris, speaking, that's not you, brother. Yeah, no. uh, so far, no, you have good head retention too. I'm and you do have a good do, head retention, but that's oh. not what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> no, man. So far, I, I mean, I mean, beer after beer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Pilsner to the the IPA to the Schwartz beer to the food to the lager. I and mean, you have he to could say enter, you, like, you are correct on the Schwartz beer. It was dude, fantastic. It was really good, dude. I, I'm that just was saying, really good. I'm just saying. It, it's, and we try to find those out too. We try to find people oh, I that see. make them. Oh yeah. And because they're not as, as easy to find. Um, Chris, you, you have like a shit ton of experience, obviously. Excuse me. And what Whoa, you've got. I know. I know. Well, it? It's been <laughs> fucking five beers here. Um, what what has been the biggest standout in your evolution of the brewery at this point? Like what's the one thing you can pin this on uh, that would give a, people like, you know, that's the one thing you should probably be focusing on as I'm starting a brewery or starting some labels or starting, you know, information. Or Don't do it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Be ready to just give your life away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's 
That's a hard question because it's yeah. like you can't. I'd say you know make sure you're passionate about what you're brewing, but at the same time, it's like if people don't like what you what you like, you gotta make you gotta make a product that that appeals to the masses if you want to have a successful business or if you want to like you know try to try to grow. Like you can't make a product that's like fitting in this this niche. Like oh, I built my business around brown ales. It's like well, I'm you know, <laughs> probably not, not gonna go as far as if it's like there's a brown ale, but like. I know most people like to drink like right now it's like we're pumping out a whole bunch of fruited stuff it's like do we love brewing the fruited stuff eh, you know it's it's fun i it's it's like a you get to to be so creative with like the the combination of of fruits it's like making your your daily smoothies but mm. like yeah but that that the, guy doing the brown ale he's like yeah well i just came out with a i came out with a hazy brown <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a it's a thick brown a chocolate thick hazy brown <laughs> yeah so i guess from a business standpoint like you just got to make you got to make beers that people like yeah you, you got to kind of set your uh get to know, know your whatever, audience whatever it would be yeah, yeah know your audience like we don't, we be, have no. Be clue. nice. Be receptive to feedback, even though people on Untapped are idiots. <laughs> Just hey, not thank, on Untapped. Hey, <laughs> hey, thanks for that fucking quarter cap. I really appreciate your <laughs> honesty, and and I'm gonna come to your house and kill you. Reply, uh, downward thumb. Yeah, done. Uh, yeah, it's uh, like just standing at the bar waiting for reviews. And something you see a bad one, you point out the guy. Hey, you motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> I see you over there. I see you over don't there. You fuck dare. face. <laughs> you you get your picture on your goddamn. <laughs> don't think I don't see your avatar. <laughs> your <dick>. avatar. <laughs> Chris, I want to uh, ask you a little bit about the future of brew, uh, beer tree. Um, give us what what is in the works. What's in what's the, the plans? Works? The works. The works. I didn't say the works. You said works. Is the work where Mike works? and Steve? It's the works. No, no, it's the works. Oh. Uh, what, what what's going on? What's what's in the the back room right now that's being thrown around as Big ideas of what we're going to do next. Midgets. No, oh. it can't be those. <laughs> oh. uh, so, I mean, the, there's there's the product side of things, just trying to continuously innovate using the different technologies that are coming out. Mm. Um, are you going to do like a of, cool ship? Oh, so we were thinking, oh. this is this is kind there of we go. More, more from the coffee side. Okay. But using like a cool ship to... So you can inoculate. There's a, a certain bean. It's um, the whoosh whoosh. It's an Ethiopian bean. It tastes like uh, Fruit Loops. What? And they inoculate it with a bacteria. So what I was thinking is we set up a cool ship locally and we get bacteria and we inoculate this coffee bean with our upstate New York bacteria. And then it makes whatever. It wouldn't be whoosh whoosh. It would be whatever the heck comes from it. But Holy I think that'd be shit. really cool. It'd be Binghamton uh, College student yeah. urine. Yeah. Just to be all pissing in it. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. Yeah. No, um, post-frat party. That's, that's a uh, fucking, goodness. that's an awesome idea. Because most, I mean, many breweries do it. You know, they have cool ships. And yeah. they, uh, when I was at uh, Lost Abbey and, and, and uh, when I was in San Francisco, you know, you, you see the open windows and mm-hmm. but to do it with coffee that's uh that's interesting. that's interesting yeah i would i would want to see how that comes out yeah like, fruit loops and then just like tone it down with the bacteria well who knows what it would be from upstate what it would yeah in part huh yeah and i say upstate and but yeah. tomato soup <laughs> tomato soup and vomit <laughs> no, there you go not. bro <laughs> well let's hope not um you guys uh obviously you know have expanded over the last few years between the factory the farm the farm to start the factory the farm the and downtown the farm. the farm and the farm yep. 
Um, what are, do you have another location thinking uh, forward here of, of what you might want to do, what you could do? Where would you expand to if you had the opportunity? Yeah, we've looked at we've looked at a couple spots. We there's nothing like that's like a hundred percent. It's kind of just like as as opportunities arise, it's like we're we're not batting them down right away. It's like everything deserves a deserves a glance, and if it makes sense, then we'll we'll take the next step. If it doesn't make sense, then we'll just kind of keep our keep our eyes open, keep our ears open, and keep kind of just seeing what what's out there. I don't think our growth. I don't know. It's we're not just gonna say, nah, we're done. You know, <laughs> they're, they're coming up with ramen and dumplings. Next. Yes, yeah. I know they are. They, it sounds delicious. It's gonna be right next to the coffee place. Shit, and now I want ramen and, and dumplings. And Dick. and you're gonna be that able to get pretty darn good. You yeah, could, yeah right. bro. I'm t- you could work out. You yeah. could you could go to the doctor and get like a B12 shot to keep you going. Yep. Then come get some beer, chicken sandwich. Yep. And some ramen Pickles. and dumplings. To go home. I'm that, telling you, it's, that all it's, sounds delicious. It's all there. You don't even have to leave. And they're gonna do like those wow. those little pods, like in <sighs> Japan where you go to sleep, you just take the nap for a little bit, and then you come back out and you. Again, That's all sounds idea. delicious. This is me rambling from way too many of these delicious beers. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So let's let's give you an opportunity here to share some of the information with uh, our audience. Where can people find you? Let's give the locations. Let's give some operating hours. Uh, some uh, websites and, and contacts and social media and stuff like that. All right. So you can find us on Instagram at Beer Tree Brew. And then we've got, oh, I don't know the handles to these at Beer Tree Brew. Or no, is it Factory Beer Tree? It's See, a lot of things. You have, you have so many to, things. If you go to at, at Beer Tree Brew, we've got it in our uh, in our bio, the other, other, yeah. Or well, I guess the three locations because Beer Tree Brew is just kind of like our generic. On, um, on Instagram account. On your website, uh, any option there for people that where they can find your beer? <laughs> oh, I got you. That's something I, I got you, Chris. In Binghamton. In Binghamton. I would love to, to build it out. So I guess the way that I look at it is if if anyone is looking for our beer, it's this is such a pain in the ass way to do it. But you can just send us an email. I get all I'll get all the emails and I can look at the database from our distributors and I can like just oh, pinpoint like there oh, you go. It's there in this go. city. It's in this county. By zip code, whatever, yep. and and dish it out that way. That's cool, man. Um, I do also. I like sending our uh, like our distributor, the the sales team, different leads. So if it's like if your local bottle shop doesn't have something that you want, then we can kind of arrange for that to we can work work from the from the location back to the distributor, and then have them kind of go and tackle that. We'll, we'll talk to our buddy Mark over at Hopscotch, a local. Uh, Beer bottle shop, bottle shop, also a beer distributor, but also who um, who actually he he carries like Fidens and and all sorts yeah, think, of stuff. I think he's picked us up before. I think yeah, he's he might have Binghamton University. And yeah, he's, he's driving he, up. He actually District ninety six. Yeah, and, he does all the upstate stuff. So he actually okay. does the traveling himself. He'll go for like a weekend. He'll be like, all right, I'm going to go up and hit like three or four breweries. Grab some stuff, bring it back. Yeah, he's, he's had Myers Creek. He's oh had, my God, he's, he's had so oh, many upstate awesome. breweries. Mark, Mark's a great guy, and and he'll great place. We'll we'll, we'll recommend it, uh, of course, and then we'll we'll post on our Instagram when he reposts it on his hopscotch bottle mm-hmm. shop. And uh, by the way, that hopscotch bottle shop uh, brewery bracketology did very well this year, um, and they they won best uh, grilled cheese. Of course, they did because because it's why, delicious. How can they not? Because yeah. that's what they do. 
Uh, so go ahead and go to uh, Beer Tree Brew uh, or just type into Instagram or e- even in you know a Google search, and you'll find all the social media contacts that you would need. Chris, uh, really appreciate you being on the show tonight, man. Thanks a lot for taking the time for us, yes. and uh, thanks for sharing all these fantastic beers. I wish we could get through more of them. I would love to pack out this let me, studio. Let me tell you, if, and just, just, if we did get through them, yeah. we're not going home tonight. We, we, we'd be sleeping here on the floor. I'd be, <clears throat> I'd be sleeping right. But I am going to post a bunch of these up on our Instagram over the next few days with links to the, uh, the podcast itself. And that way people can hear the story and hear everything that's going on. Uh, thanks very much. Any uh, last words, Chris, from you? Anything else you uh, need to tell us? Any big events uh, coming up? Oh yeah! Thank you both for for having me. Really appreciate it. Uh, big events. Oh my gosh, You're, I I can't think about. Oh, you want to find the events? Go to our Instagram. There you go. Uh, Good or man. Facebook. Yeah, it's all everything that we do is listed out on there. All the we got stuff going on every week. Um, different locations doing different specials. Oh, really um, quick, you 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 had the uh, the beer dinner. Tell me a little bit yeah, about beer that. dinner. Oh, it was, it was fantastic. So we chose four different beers to pair with four different dishes. Um, the first beer was the that 12-month food rage lager. Mm. Uh, that was paired with, uh, it was a, it was actually sushi. Mm. Um, See? It was, yeah. it was so, it was so darn good. And then the second beer was, um, oh, Trippy Tree. It was our, one of our fruited sours. It was the um, pineapple orange mango mm. i think yes we have I, that here I'm yep a, what was okay, it yep. steve is it uh he's got his glasses on, put glasses on right. i am old man old man uh raspberry fruited sour with mango dragon okay. fruit mango and raspberry mm. i think okay so it wasn't that variant it was oh, the one okay, that's got um yeah it was it was we do a bunch of those yeah, yeah. and then uh we did juice land uh, that was version two, which mm. is Citra Rakao, and I think that does have Galaxy in it. And then the last one was a uh, bourbon barrel aged Neapolitan shake stout that um, we did. It's it's kind of the series we've done with Mortalis for the last like four oh years or so. Um, <laughs> oh my! Yeah, it's like you take you take a ne- Neapolitan shake ice cream tub, you let it all melt together, you go and store it in a bourbon barrel for twelve months, thirteen, fourteen months. <laughs> And you pull it out, and you just dump it all over you, and it's absolutely delicious. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That uh, that sounded like uh, a, a lot that I would want. Yeah, all <laughs> the things that, yes. that are deliciousness. Yes. Chris, if uh, if if anything uh, you know, comes up between now and, and April 25th, <laughs> which uh, I will be up there, let me know. I'm going to uh, bring you some beers up, I promise. As well as uh, we got some uh, we got some t-shirts and stuff for you and some yeah. stuff for the the crew up at the beer tree factory. So let them know I'll be Super heading up sure. there on April twenty fifth. Uh, it's a, I think it's a Tuesday of that week, and uh, I'll What's be enjoying my chicken sandwich. Chicken and, sandwich. Chicken sandwich. Chicken and uh, again, thanks very much for uh, coming on the show. Really yeah, appreciate it. Definitely appreciate Absolutely, it. Absolutely, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. This is the world Mike, Pete, and Steve, GovsRadio.com. Uh, Chris from uh, Beer Tree uh, Bruco. I really appreciate everything. That he, dude, I'm telling you. The lineup is ridiculous. We can keep going through that whole <sighs> thing of beers, and we'll be instantly um, impressed. I should have taken off from- should take over tomorrow. <laughs> this beer tastes like I'm not going to work tomorrow. <laughs> That's a good meme. 
Yes. That's a delicious. Uh, this is the word at MyPCBuildsRadio.com. Thanks a lot for everyone for joining in and everyone on Instagram for checking in and uh, saying hello. We'll have our podcast up on our normal platforms from iHeart to iTunes to Spotify to the uh, Hopped Up Network and the Amazon Music uh, Podcast uh, Station. And uh, Steve, something uh, before we get on out of here. Yeah. Drink New York State beer because it is the best. Dude, there's some things that people just don't know about New nope. York State beer. And they're going to learn. And they're going to learn. This is the word my P and Steve Gubs, Ray.com. We out. Well, that's two hours of your life that you'll never get back. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Please hang up and try again. Works on Govs Radio. I hope you're drunk enough.